This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Casper Premium Mattresses. And you can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and save 50 bucks on any mattress. everybody and welcome to episode 246 of Video Game Apocalypse returning for 2018. I'm your host Michael Raparas. Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio with me? Uh, disgraced EIC Chris Antista. <laughs> Engaged speedrunner Matt J. And joining us for the very first time it's Matthew all in for 2018 Matthew Allen. Nice. Mm, nice. Welcome. Where might uh, people have seen your stuff over the years? Uh, well, I'd say our listeners most likely have probably seen me lurking around the official uh, Laser Time Facebook community. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I uh, had the privilege of working with Henry, Bob, and Grimm <laughs> at the <laughs> website that shall not be named. Um, other than that, no, I've been in games Wait, marketing for... <laughs> uh. <laughs> I've been in games marketing for several years uh, at companies such as Ubisoft, where you and I, I mm-hmm. think, uh, crossed paths briefly, yeah. um, and I was there with Ann Lewis. Uh, other than that, I've worked at places like Activision and Vivendi Games, and before all of that, I worked at uh, 20th Century Fox, Chris's favorite movie studio. I, I don't know why <laughs> I'm on the record for <laughs> They do suck, though, right? <laughs> they made the Apes movies you love. I, they, they did, once every three years. Yeah. Like, these critically hailed, money-making movies. Them? I don't know. I think... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems also old timey. We get Star Wars every year now, and one of them has been good. Oh, that's not true. That's sure. not true. Um, three of them have been good, yeah. right? Three, two, yeah, I'll except you... for the one you haven't seen, and the one you've seen seven times but claim not to. I've like. seen all of them. Uh, you, haven't, you saw Rogue One of the Break? Yeah, I watched okay. it. All right, all right. It's not very good. It's, what? It's, it's pretty fucking good. It's I don't know. Really good. Michael's shaking his head. I think I he's on my I side. I can't believe we're starting off with this much controversy. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. too much controversy for January. Oh, but much like 2018, we're starting off with controversy. We're all barely awake. I wanted is... to read you this email I just got from my mother. Okay. Uh, and, and just because we're fresh <laughs> off break, and I don't know, did you go back to your parents' house? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. They, they lived over here then. So my mm-hmm. parents were like, get your fucking video games out of here. I'm like, and do what with them? Like, put them in storage. Put them in storage, Chris. Like, your house is storage, assholes. Like, there's two of you here. This is my old room. Go fuck off. I'm not paying for storage. Like, what are you doing with your attic? I can't have my virtual boy in it. And slowly but surely, my mom's like, I will be posting a list of CDs I am going to try and recycle. CDs. That is the headline of this Mm -hmm. email. (laughs) So here are the things my mother wants to claim are going to the Salvation Army. Sister Act videotape. Ed Wood videotape, <laughs> Blade Runner CD, Jackass Volume Three, C Lab Twenty Twenty One CD slash copy. Hang so, on to that. Uh, <laughs> follow that bird CD slash copy. <laughs> Take in CD, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Of all the movies that are in there, it can't be Liam Neeson's "I Will Find You." Uh, Taken. It was that awful sci-fi miniseries. Does anybody remember that? I thought you were going to say it was Tekken. No, Tekken. No. It was like yeah. a, it was like a ten-part sci-fi series produced by Steven Spielberg of like alien abductions. It's so oh. off the time. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I do remember that. Uh, Doctor of Doom CD. I want to know what that is. Doctor of Doom. Uh, Doom. 2001. <laughs> I just love all these listed together. 2001 A Space Odyssey CD. 
Beavis and Butthead do America CD. <laughs> wow, I have eclectic taste, apparently, uh, and Mom so wants to get rid of all of those. Are these all actually CDs yeah, or I DVDs? Was, I don't or... think she knows what she's talking about. Is it all the soundtracks? Uh, well, I, I did C-Lab boot- soundtrack. I spent two years bootlegging. Like I had a Netflix and library addiction to getting seven DVDs from the library every every week, bootlegging them with DVD X copy, shout out, mm-hmm. and right. then uh, yeah. going to my friend's too. graphic design department in the Capitol and printing out covers and having like this fake movie collection. <laughs> but get, And my dad keeps them like, yeah, they, they play fine on my DVD player. They play on no Blu-ray player. And if, everything you burned ten years ago like doesn't play on shit in this house. So I'm like, if you gotta toss them, toss them. But uh, I did... I, if your parents were to do that, like just throw it away and don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Don't right. don't turn everything into a Sophie's fucking choice. You really <laughs> want me to say throw away something with Big Bird on it? I mean, yeah, do it, but don't tell me about right. it. Don't, don't tell me you're throwing away Big Bird. Well, why? The, the why do is, I have to die? But then what'll happen? Why? She'll, she'll throw it away, and then you'll find out later that it was thrown away, and then you'll throw a huge fit. Like, why did you throw that away? But the reality is, you haven't probably thought about those things for what ten years. Or you can just Definitely. download it off of Pirate Bay now. I don't. I know. I don't care, but I don't have to make that decision. I'm like, oh, that's super out of print. Don't get rid of that. I, and I told him just just toss it. I don't care. Uh, just don't tell me about it. Compared to the year earlier where they crushed my inbox Simpsons figures, where I told them if I if I was a if I was an Iraqi war vet, you did my shit, you'd be tried for war crimes right now. How dare you, man? Those figures are worth a lot of money now. I too. know those playmates inbox. Uh, goddamn, goddamn, they they crushed them all. They put them in a giant box and it looked like they stomped their foot down on it. But they're still in box. Why am I talking about all this stuff? We just got back from Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I I had my own brief thing where my mom was like, oh, uh, I have here both your blanket from when you were very little and uh, your graduation robes. I'm like, wow, it's like cloth bookends on my life with you. (laughs) (laughs) And then I forgot about them. She kept doing shit like that. Like, do you want your old macaroni art from kindergarten? Like, of course not. I'm surprised (laughs) anybody wants that. Why do I have to make the decision to throw away everything I did? I was like, I thought you were keeping it because you liked it. Yeah, like, why would I want do you want do you want this ornament you made in summer camp? No. No, I don't. I, didn't, I haven't wanted it on the tree for 10 years. When I moved here, I left a lot of my stuff in my grandparents' basement in big plastic tubs including like out of print uh, very expensive hardcover Scrooge McDuck comics like a bunch of really cool stuff. And uh, but I was like I'm getting rid of everything and I could see my my grandmother was like you can only leave these this many like this stuff like she gave me a square in the basement mm-hmm. and as she saw me like holding one book in one hand one book in the other going like I don't know like I could see her heartbreak and her being oh. like just keep it all just keep it all like please put it all in here but I had oh. sold so I know much you stuff eventually have to point. do that kind of stuff I just don't want to do it right now mm-hmm. I, just, I just don't there's too much crap here <laughs> yeah this room <laughs> is just like a monument to a man who can't let go not let go but but who can't stop accepting nice gifts and packages from people like <laughs> they're, they're all things I didn't ask for but got sent here anyway Thank you, everybody. But enough. <laughs> money. Send him money. Enough. Yeah. Patreon. That's that's what yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, that's the way to Cashier go. Cashier checks. Uh, unmarked bills. Patreon.com slash laser. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> yeah. I forgot the URL. Uh, <laughs> I found out about the existence of something uh, that I had no idea mm-hmm. was even possible. And I actually, for the first time, thought about paying uh, tens of dollars mm-hmm. for a wrestling action figure. Whoa. A WWE figure. 
because I found you out never that talked about wrestling before. I have <laughs> never thought about it. In two thousand eight, <laughs> in two thousand eight, Jack Specific made an Andy Kaufman action figure. Oh no oh, shit! Wow. Yeah, with like the neck brace and the the robe and everything. And from Hollywood. Not only that, you could buy it by itself, or you could buy it in a two pack with Jerry Lawler. Holy shit! And this stuff is on eBay. It's like wrestling. But do I do I want to pay forty to between forty and seventy dollars for an Andy Kaufman? Well, the three pack with Letterman would be at least. <laughs> that would be <laughs> but pretty badass. Throw yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> four pack with Harvey P. Carr, then we got a deal. Wow. Yeah. A Letterman and Crispin Glover with uh, karate kick action yeah. Yeah. to yeah. almost kick him in the face. I know we're old, but if Letter- Let- the weirdo Letterman menagerie had action figures, that would be the absolute shit. McFarlane would do that. I Larry mean, Bud I Melman that. and fucking Chris Elliott action figures. That would be <laughs> Chris all Elliott dressed like Jay shit. Leno as a chase figure. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Letterman weirdos. Well, it is our first show of the the new year, so that means, of course, we have to, we are professionally obligated to do a list of the games that are coming out this year that we're most excited for. This this rambling is taking the place of the new release segments, which has been retired for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to release shit. Nope. No, Which is it's weird. January. <laughs> that, but I, I thought... What's um, the red letter media thing? Fuck, fuck you, you, it's January! <laughs> yeah, but like, um, I, for example, we were trying to go get Apple Watches for my sister, and uh, no, it's a, not, we're not getting plural Apple Watches. We're looking at them, and like, the second January 1st starts, everyone's using their gift certificates, so they're all gone. Like, I just, I thought there were some music releases early in, in, the, in the month, because people just want to spend or trade in their shit. So I'm just—I find it kind of bizarre that we're so dry until like a, a week or so. I was—I was just about to say—I bet there are a ton of mobile game releases around this time, right? Probably. Because a, because they're, gonna... they're probably capitalizing on the gift cards, mm-hmm. but b, Apple doesn't tell devs at all when they're releasing their thing; it just appears on the store yeah, one day. Right. And you go, oh, okay. Yep. yep. Okay. So yes, we will dig into our top five mm-hmm. most anticipated games of 2018 right after this. Howdy, folks! I hope you're resting easy. I know how you could rest easier. With today's sponsor, Casper Mattresses. That's right, Casper Premium Mattresses. And uh, those of you interested in shopping for a new mattress can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get 50 bucks towards any new mattress. That's a big deal because uh, if you don't know what Casper is, they're these awesome mattresses that combine high-density memory and premium latex foam to create a sleep surface that contours to your body and keeps you cool and balanced throughout the night. Furthermore, uh, it's cheaper than any other mattress in town. You go to a big box store, you're going to pay up to thousands of dollars for a new mattress. That's not how Casper does it. They've innovated all things of the science of sleep, and part of that is cutting out the middleman to save you a little money. Actually, that's a lot of money, because Casper mattresses come in twin to California King, and they start at just $500. If you are in the market for a new mattress, why not consider Casper? Casper offers a risk-free 100-night trial. If you don't like it, Casper will send a courier over to pick it up and dispose of it, and you'll get a complete refund as if nothing ever happened at all. That's 100 nights to try a Casper mattress for nothing, essentially, if you, if you don't like it. But, if you want to save even more money on a mattress, you can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get 50 bucks towards any new mattress. Thank you, Casper. And we're back with what, Chris? Uh, I forgot. The new releases? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. January. No. Uh, the top five most anticipated games of, I would say, early 2018. Uh, some of these are early 2018. Some of these are nebulous 2018. Some of these are 2019. Yeah, Possibly. For sure. Well, we, our, our record's been pretty good so far. I mean, last year... We had our top five, and four of they those did. came out last last year, except for Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Was that really? Did they have a release date for 2017? They did at the time. Oh, yeah. so it's wow. it's it's that early. got pushed back. Pushed back. 
That's so weird. I, I was thinking I have nowhere else to mention it. Because we mentioned it before. Can you believe Nintendo hit the release dates on all that anticipated shit? Because mm. all that stuff had yeah. slipped. I, I'm guessing those... Mario and Zelda were Wii U titles that went over to Switch launch titles. Uh, but I was thinking, like, what are my most anticipated Nintendo games now that you gave me Mario and Zelda in year one? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, or, there's not a lot of specifics for Switch releases at this point. There's a Pokemon game mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. With no name yeah. and no footage. There's a lot of like other like re-releases and things yeah, that and we're looking forward to. Bayonettas and stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking of their flagship titles. Bayonetta three that probably should have been in here, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it seems too far off. Mm-hmm. But like, where? Yeah, there's no Metroid or Star Fox or F Zero or any of the, those other big Nintendo titles you think of coming announced to come at all. Are there? I mean, they did announce that there's going to be a new Metroid Prime, but they did. Uh, they did. Yeah, and they that's like literally all we've they seen were. They, as a logo. But they all they've revealed so far is the PNG. Like yeah. that, yeah. that's all we have. We saw a four in a cool font. Yeah. So I'm assuming I'd anticipate one of those, but A, they hit, they announced and hit the release dates last year, but what do they have to release this year? I was like, I need to... I thought I Googled it and I couldn't... What are the big Nintendo releases this year? I have no idea. That's why there's none on the list. Yeah, no. Bayonetta. I guess is Bayonetta, Bayonetta the, the main thing? They didn't make it sound like it was coming this year, and I would mm. project... I'm, I think Nintendo's new release this year is uh, just waiting for people to get... On board with the Switch. You can find a Switch now. Yeah, yeah. Virtual virtual finally. Only took That's several it. months. <laughs> virtual console. Their mm-hmm. online platform, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. The oh, biggest yeah. new Nintendo release is the N64 Classic. That's <laughs> probably it. I mean, let's just say they, they had an amazing 2017. It was totally. one of the first years of memory where you had a Mario and Zelda game mm-hmm. in the same year. They could um, take a year off. Yeah, and, and really, they probably have a few Wii U titles that have yet to be announced as porting over, but there's still a Paper few stragglers. Splash! <laughs> I can finally play it. Wonderful 101. I, I but it'll be that year. It'll also be that year where Sony's uh, E3 announcements from two years ago finally all start hitting their console. Absolutely. Yeah. Look forward to God of War and whatever quantum th- quantum theory game they're. Uh, oh, remember E3 from two years ago? Sony announced a bunch of shit and then announced them all again this year mm-hmm. or in 2017. Spider Man mm-hmm. is still happening. Exactly. So that'll finally be up. Yeah. Let's weird. hope. That's so weird. Well, anyway, let's just jump in with number five. People see me and think they're safer. Oh, there you go. But it's not really me they're seeing. Probably for the best. Knowing everything hinges on a guy from Queens sounds as scary as it feels. Yes, it does, doesn't it? (laughs) That's all I can think of now. God damn it. God damn it. He's doing all right, though. He's threatening people. Yeah. Trying to understand global warming. Uh He's doing all right. This is the Kevin James game? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tick, tick, boom. (laughs) (laughs) It's close to the PS4. That, that is not I have the biggest movie. button. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is Spider-Man. Paul Blart mm. Space Cop. <laughs> Cannot fucking wait. This game's going to be awesome, I hope. That's, that's really nuts. I'm trying to think of the last time we had a big first-party comic game. and I, I think not since the days of like PS2 and Xbox did... Anybody have an exclusive comic title? Comic Zone. I can't remember first party. I know that Activision used to have the Spider-Man license yeah. before, and it, you know Sony kind of took it all in house. So yeah, this yeah. is the first time that, that they're going to be releasing this title. Um, it's pretty. It looks. I mean, from the footage that they showed, what last E3 mm-hmm. or so, it looks amazing. Yeah, and yeah, a couple looks really different good. E3s. Yeah, it, I think looks, it's the last it looks like a really great Spider-Man story that that the mainstream seems totally willing to accept it. Like starring Mister Negative. I don't think I've ever seen him in a game. Mr. Negative. Yeah, that's like the main villain. Oh, okay. Yeah. In, the, in this game. Um, it's starring also... me? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm Captain Negative. I can't oh, be in a game. And I Professor suck. Miserable. Yeah. <laughs> These are my nicknames. Yeah, I like that the the footage that they've shown off so far seems to have an almost Nathan Drakeish quality to Spider-Man, yeah. where he's yeah. constantly second guessing himself. Need a plan. Need a plan real fast. I guess this is the plan. Come on, Pete. You got this. You got this. You got this. You got this. It is Pete, but it mm-hmm. looked like we saw Miles in the last trailer. Yeah, My- Miles does so, make yeah. a cameo in the last mm-hmm. trailer, and uh, but the the game does seem to star Peter Parker and mm-hmm. a young Peter Parker. So I think in the comics we we have like uh, middle aged Peter Parker is now the head of his own company, and Miles Morales has taken over being Spider Man. Not full anymore. Time. No, uh, that recently went. He's poor again because we can't <sighs> go five years without Spider Man having <laughs> some sort of change. Is he, or is he also a teenager? No, he's still grown he's stripped up. of his doctorate. He's just like a sad older man now but uh, the new series is really good everyone check out Chip Zdarsky's uh, Spider-Man I mean series. if you think he's sad you should see Flash at this point right he's bald he's got a gut he's got yeah. a <laughs> well, he's, he's, he was Venom for a while yeah he clearly yeah. peaked in high school yeah. Yeah, after it seems like after um, Spider-Man got allowed into the MCU Sony mm-hmm. really started to flex its muscle with Spider, there's a new movie coming out with mm-hmm. my, that. That trailer looked amazing. That, that looks so good. I can't wait. Looked really cool. The animated like, one. Yeah, and just done with confidence. I don't think they would have done like three or four years ago after making the most generic and worst Spider-Man movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair to say about Amazing Spider-Man Two, right? It's the yeah, worst sure. Spider-Man movie. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it, but bad. sure. I mean, just based on the. Uh, the the special edition mm-hmm. Blu-ray case that they released of Jamie Foxx's head as Electro. <laughs> weird right. blue. Hey, that was head. seriously gross. <laughs> it, it, like, just play a drinking game. Like, if the movie does exactly what you ex- expect every single second, take a swig, you'll be drunk by the first act. Mm. Like, it's just, it's so generic and weird and trying to introduce the Sinister Six universe is so cynical and awful. But then this shit comes along. Like, Spider-Man being taken care of and done... Seemingly done well by by Sony, who are mm-hmm. his weird not owners but like licensees at this point. Yeah, like right. I guess they they gave the cinematic rights back to Marvel, but then no, they still have the rights to do the. It's like a non monetary share thing. It's like huh. on loan, basically. Yeah. He has a certain amount of movies he can appear in, and then they got to renegotiate. Yeah, weird. after Infinity War, that deal is over. But mm-hmm. but I still don't think I've seen Sony do a lot, do this many good things with Spider Man. That are, if, the, if this actually comes out in 2018 alongside that new animated movie, like that's mm-hmm. those are cool things to do. Yeah, and I, I think the the world has kind of been aching for a really mm-hmm. good AAA Spider-Man game since Marvel like, game. Yeah, well, period. Yeah, yeah. There hasn't really been one yeah, since we never this, got an since like game. Sega's Thor. <laughs> and that mm. sucked. It was well, awful. I guess it, well, the, the DS one was good. The Telltale games, right? Telltale Guardians. We yeah. said AAA. Okay. So, <laughs> but I was thinking like... Well, AAA means $60. You, you look at the, the history of Spider-Man, and it's like, I think the last really unqualified success was probably Spider-Man 2, yep. where they created right. the open-world yeah. Manhattan. And that was like the first superhero game in a huge open-world Manhattan. Yeah. And it's been done so many times since then, but yeah. that was still really cool. They had to stop doing it because of how hack open-world Spider-Man games became. <laughs> right. The stuff that did look exciting to me, the story looks awesome, mm-hmm. but the systems, right? So yeah. it, it looks like it kind of has that kind of playground-esque thing where you're shooting webs here as traps, you know, when guys walk mm-hmm. by and stuff. So it, it has those open-world trappings, but... If that's all done on kind of a linear, more uncharted path, that could be interesting as well. It looked, yeah. it looked though, like, you know, during the press conference when they were showing it, it was like, hey, you can approach these situations in different ways. The only thing, they, the meatiest thing they showed was the Spider-Man's combat, like how many things you can do. And uh, our buddy Chris Baker's a video breaking down, like, some of them, how, how comic-specific 
some of these movements and actions yeah. are really really cool. It's actually that Bam- Batman co- uh, combat is mm-hmm. more fitting to Spidey with the if you think of the Spidey well, that, sense, right? Like it's like with the Batman thing, it was all about wait till you can counter, and, mm-hmm. and you know they kind of would flash that thing. Okay, you can counter now and hit this button. Mm-hmm. But that is compelling to, the, the combat itself. But then the use of the environments in yep. the combat is really the the, the super and the gadgets. cool looking stuff. Spider Man yeah, has yeah. gadgets. Yeah, always absolutely. has. Sure, his, his web always does different shit. It can be a bullet or a net or a trampoline. Yeah, or a time sensitive grenade yeah for some reason <laughs> yeah so Explosive. i'm curious to see how much of that is is actual kind of scripted like here this is in the environment oh there just happens to be this iron beam here and it's the only one versus like emergent gameplay experiences which mm-hmm. if that's the case i mean this could be you know kind of a sleeper right this could be one of the biggest games of the year or, or at the very least one of the most worthwhile exclusives Absolutely. in a while yeah. like because the last exclusive spider-man game was what sega genesis um, oh, <laughs> for real, like it did used to happen. They carved up the superheroes and gave them to different platforms. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If whatever happens, I think this will have some of the most entertaining dialogue, probably. That helicopter is destroying the city. I know. You need to bring it down. I know. Maybe you could superhero a little faster. <sighs> Working on it, Yuri. That's a Bendis ass line. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say Whedon, but they're kind of the same. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And up until now, the only thing you have to to play is have you played the VR homecoming scenario slash app no, no. What, is, yeah. what is that is it cool it's pretty neat it turns the it turns your move controllers into web shooters Whoa. you don't have free control but it's it's vertigo inducing and, and like kind of made me sick but you exactly like swing around like, yeah Whoa. yeah swing neat. around and like save a crane it's it's like one tiny scenario to promote the blu-ray but it's on it's free on PS4 if you have hmm. PSVR cool yeah. oh wow you'll have to try that anyway let's move on to number four Mong I Han. I, wish yeah. I knew which monster that was. Um, <laughs> it's, does it make a difference? Oh yeah, totally. Oh, okay. There's a there's there's two dragons that look the same. Rathalos, Rathian. They're different, male and female. Mm-hmm. Different covers, colors have different uh, items that you carve up out of them. Monster Hunter World. I like this that it's like it's just. Oh, did you say it already? Well, the, the I was gonna I was gonna did. let this lady say it. Greetings and welcome to the world of Monster Hunter. Are you prepared for what awaits you? Oh my god, a tutorial! Yeah, a tutorial! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! All this this week. She, she sort of says the title. It's Monster Hunter World. Yeah, Monster Hunter World. But it, if you haven't, if you didn't get a chance to play the beta, I was shocked, shocked. Monster Hunter is such a dense game, and I'm not saying that's why people can't get involved. I think it's never had a decent tutorial. Mm-hmm. But I've also never seen a menu. I'm like, ah, oh, here it goes again. Here's a giant menu. of garbage I don't know what any of it does and you just hover over it and like plays a little video here's what it does here's how you use it Monster Hunter's never done that before I don't think I can't think of another game that um, has shown has the menus are amazing uh, there's an amazing tutorial and you have no excuse and if you were if you ever liked Monster Hunter at all this looks really goddamn cool so yeah. so as just someone who's barely mm-hmm. followed the Monster Hunter series mm-hmm. and has never really taken the time to get into one what is it about this uh, about Monster Hunter World that's so different uh, I think I don't want to want to talk out of school here or slander the game, but in terms of like the infrastructure, it hasn't changed since like I want to say PS2 or PS. Yeah. It's been it's been a PS2 it game on PS2 to PSP and then to DS, and that's where it's been exclusively for a while now. So you, you've never had a high res one. You've had to load in between every single zone, which was good because it's how you would run away from monsters. So mm-hmm. no one <laughs> really complained about it because it was a good way to evade or like grab some cover real quick and that doesn't happen anymore this is the first real current gen monster hunter game possibly since the ps2 
I, 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 again, I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. But its mechanics, its fundamentals work so well, It's. I think it'll be really interesting to see how that looks with current visuals. It also, judging by the trailers, has way more voice acting mm-hmm. than any Monster Hunter game has ever had. Oh, so voice acting. It's up to you to stop it. This whole operation rides on how well you do that. We can do this. Yeah, and there's no real... It's a very generic line, but you get the idea. There's, there's minor bits of continuity, so that you don't have to worry about a story you need to catch up on. It is just a world. You hunt monsters, that's what you do, uh, and you carve... You, I don't know. We've explained that a billion times. I think it's like it's like Street Fighters. More like Punch-Out, learn to tell of a monster, really... I don't know. Really learn learn how to fucking exploit every detail of a monster's tells. Mm-hmm. Uh, carve that shit up, make better armor, hunt bigger monsters, hunt harder monsters, and it just... There's so many ways you can uh, uh, put those elements into a blender and make the old thing, old stuff seem fresh because everything gets harder and escalates. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a bunch of almost like Dark Souls boss battles, right? Where you have to, you kind of learn their movements, learn their patterns, yes. and, and get good. But world kind of doesn't that imply is, is there like extra multiplayer or something this time around? Or I'm I'm not too sure of the added features. It's just seeing those old features presented. Modernly is, I think, what a lot of Monster Hunter. I mean, they they have shown off a lot of uh, ship stuff, which Mm -hmm. I think previous Monster Hunters had ships in. Yeah, they they did, but like you know, not really. It wouldn't like you could get get in a ship and go somewhere else. You just Mm -hmm. load and you'd be on a ship until the end of that mission. Yeah. Uh, So, but this one, I think, world would imply this interconnectedness that didn't really exist before. Mm. That you could maybe free travel throughout an entire map, or maybe those maps somehow can connect together. I don't I don't know and that's not super important, but yeah, there just hasn't been a modern monster hunter. To see to see us like if you blew up the 3DS visual, you'd be like this is an old ass game that looks yeah. kind of bad. Yeah. But it's still really fun. I can't wait to see what it looks like in, in a modern context. And I know Bob loved the shit out of it. He's a big monster hunter fan. So the people I yeah. trust uh really really he, he did say, uh, now that PUBG has rewritten the rules, I'm declaring the Monster Hunter World beta to be game of the year. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it, it, was, it was excellent because before, uh, a little bit of advice, I chose Dual Blades when I get in there. That is the most, like, 1-1, one, one, everything works, slash, slash. You played games like this, you understand how to put together these combos. When you get to bigger and harder weapons, they were a little daunting for me. But not in the demo. The demo was really good about teaching you how to use stuff like the Switch Axe, which is both an axe and and a sword that you can morph on a swing in the middle of a combo. Huh. Uh, the the gun lance is a lance slash gun. ranged weapon, and but it was it was difficult to wrap my head around like in battle. Like the but like this had, the tutorial really showed me the ropes in a way that I didn't even really get when I, when I worked at Capcom with like people who play the game for a living. Uh, I, not everybody has that to, that kind of tutorial in Monster Hunter. Good friends that can show you how to play. Right, right. And the game's been, I think, pretty bad about that up until now. I don't know. Just crazy excited. Oh, and the online infrastructure has been tailored exclusively for the Japanese market for almost, like, up until four years ago. You could only play locally. Yeah, we don't need online. Everyone yeah, I was going to say, does, does everyone have to have, like, a PS4 on the same train together now? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you have your little PS1 view window plugged ah, into the back, nice, you should be nice. fine. Nice. 240p. Right. Little tiny square. <laughs> no, it, proper online. Like that's yeah. that's one of the things I think it lacked for America. I, that's what excites me is I think I've heard you say it on a podcast of to really like get an appreciation for these games, you need someone to show you the ropes. Yeah. And maybe it was that. Maybe it was the the form factor of just hold, trying to hold the 3ds mm-hmm. or the small screen. Like no, it hurts. There was things that I, I just kept me away from this title. But it's totally my kind of game. It's just like super deep, complex systems. Mm-hmm. There's like 
crafting where you have to like craft specific things to go on a oh. specific hunt for a monster, right? It's, it, it's, it's that in auto crafting that they've never had before. Like before, you're walking around an area and you get like a honey and a and a a, a weed, and you can turn that into a healing potion, which you can then use if you're getting your ass kicked. Run run away from the monster so you can enjoy your healing animation. Uh, but now it's just like you can set it to autocraft, so you can pick up all that shit around the map and like it just crafts itself together. Sold. I fucking you just yeah. took away like the biggest thing that keeps me away from games like this. Yeah, like, it's, with with that I'm like all in. So I was describing Minecraft to someone with a kid, and I'm like, it's like Legos with recipes. Like, but you do have to kind of remember those recipes where this is like, you learn how to do it once and then like you can set a thing up to like autocraft potions. Just yeah, make sure you're nice. picking shit up around the map and it'll, you'll automatically have potions all the time. They've also like announced at least a couple interesting like tie-ins mm-hmm. for cosmetic stuff that like there's going to be like an Aloy skin from Horizon Zero Dawn for your hunter and yeah. you can also dress up like your Palico as one of the robot dinosaurs yeah, no, and, no and then there's man. like the Mega Man stuff yeah, yeah. No, can... people hadn't paid much attention to Monster Hunter it's been doing that for years like hmm. there is an Attack on Titan and Strider Cat like you've oh, wow. always been able to get in the other in the old games like there's Blanca Cat like it, <laughs> it, it's always been possible but most people think they don't care about Monster Hunter and for hmm. me as someone who champions the series like put up or shut up here's your chance to show this to the world in the way most pe- most most Westerners are willing to to eat it up yeah I feel like every Every mm-hmm. time a Monster Hunter game comes out, all the discourse about it is like, fucking play this game. And every time it's the same two guys on every podcast talking about it. And they're like, no one played the last one, but this one you're going to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've all been pretty pretty good. And uh, since, I pay, since I've been paying attention, it's just a little difficult to get into. I got in in the most ideal scenario ever, and I, that can't happen for everybody. But uh, now it can. We can. Help. I'm dying to stream this game and help anybody out. This one feels big. I mean, they've been huge in Japan mm-hmm. for years, but this one has a lot of. It seems mm-hmm. to have a lot of hype and buzz mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. Doing two betas was an interesting choice. And they, they one did... was plus exclusive, and the mm-hmm. other one anyone could play. Yeah, which the other is one huge. that's coming up like this week, I think. Is it soon? It's Once it's sometime soon, and then the game comes out one like the twenty first, twenty sixth, I believe. Oh, yeah. it's this month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. It's, it's right around is, the corner. Yeah, it's this month, and I don't I don't know. I can't speak for all of you, but I think our anticipated games are weighted to the ones we know are coming out soon. Yes. Yeah, no. maybe. Yes. Some of them are, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's one on the list that I'm like, I can't wait to play this because I know I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. Is it this one? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot to do the... Number three! Thank you. Yes, uh, so Akira. Yep, that's it. Akira, yes. I can't wait for the Akira <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. It's finally coming after all these years. Holy uh, shit, that NES would be awesome. one. I'm stupid excited it. about this, too, and yeah. I, I'm not one for the series. Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm, like, I, not that much of a DBZ guy anymore. I still love yeah. it, but I love what I loved as a kid. I have not watched Super or anything, but the way... But I'm more interested in this game as, like, a fan of animation, because it mm-hmm. looks incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. The stuff they're doing yeah. with it is stuff I've wanted games to do for my whole life. Well, I mean, I've... My, my experience with Dragon Ball Z, like, is kind of scattershot. Like, when it was on U.S. television, I was never really interested in it. But before that, when it was, like, just the... Under the purview of, like, anime fans who, like, would ex- uh, import... Yep. obscure mm-hmm. fan subs like I was super into it and <laughs> I had like a Super Famicom game I think it was uh, Dragon Ball Z booted in 2 uh, and it was amazing like this 2D super fast flying fighting game and this looks a lot like that mm-hmm. actually but like a very very pretty version of it mm-hmm. um, but it's still 
Yeah, Arc System Works have become like the masters of doing that weird, like, it looks like 2D, but it's yeah. actually 3D, mm-hmm. and we're using that to create all kinds of crazy-ass anime cutscenes that look almost like they came out of animation, like, from animation cells. It's like, it's like one of those, like, dream combinations if you sat down with your friends. Wouldn't it be great if this company made this thing? That'll never happen. And it somehow mm-hmm. did. Arc System Works got on DBZ, the project mm-hmm. they were fucking made mm-hmm. for. And it looks right. like for fans of the entire world yeah. of DBZ. Like, it's yeah. not just locked into the old stuff, it's not just locked into the new stuff, it's like the whole world, and they keep showing all these characters, like, yeah, this guy's gonna be in there, and I'm like, never even heard of that guy, but it looks awesome. I should say that, because I love trolling anime fans, because one, you're the worst. Well, anime's <laughs> bad. And, and two, yeah, yeah. You, it's not bad, it's not bad, and I don't hate anime, but just me saying that, you're fucking enraged right oh, now. Yeah. You're leaving a bad comment as we speak. I grew up, when we got the fucking internet, one of the first things I did with it was watch bootleg DBZ episodes at fucking Winamp. Oh, I used to I go... Like, I like DBZ, I like anime, I will continue to hammer you and make fun of you for as long as I can. Grow a, grow a skin, anime fan. I'd get, get on Twitter and complain with your anime icons yeah, right there. Every <laughs> once in a while, like, I still, yeah, you, you anime Nazis are speaking poorly of you, but it's, it's a fine genre, you know, one-tenth of it. <laughs> um, I will say, I kind of hope that they get the U.S. dub actors to record vocal it, tracks for this, but it really doesn't be matter cool. because when the, the yelling just sounds amazing. <laughs> never localize that. So never. Cool. I mean, when you get down to it, like, the ideal... Sounds of Dragon Ball Z are just screaming, and that that power up sound, and that song in the background. That song was yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. worst part of it. I I like the dub because I grew up with it, but like the worst part of it is we lost all those amazing Chala Head Chala songs uh-huh. and shit. Yeah, uh, Dragon that. Dragon Ball <laughs> Dragon. Yeah. No, I want to teach a dinosaur how to ride a ball. That's all I want to do <laughs> in a Dragon Ball theme song. Well, and, how about and, you and, do this instead? I, I, lo- I love the the little punk rock asshole kid in the back of my brain loves the idea of mm-hmm. annoying my parents by cranking this up to full volume. They <laughs> uh, would have no idea what's happening. So we're talking about you know Dragon Ball fans are going to love this mm. thing. I'm curious whether fighting game fans will actually. Mm. I mean, they've had an embarrassment of riches in 2017 oh, yeah. Yeah, with you know Tekken mm. Seven and Injustice Two. This looks great. This looks like a great fighting game, but I'm anxious to see if they actually kind of pick this up and say, oh, yeah, we, you know, embrace it as a fighting I, I, game. I think I've seen a lot of excitement from the fighting game community for this. So, yeah, I, I, I imagine they will. Yeah, they but, use it as a reason to pretend not to be excited about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite for quite a while. As if they were the same <laughs> yeah, game yeah. and they can't exist, they can't coexist well, together. Well, there are some similarities. Like, it does have a pretty good, uh, like, you can use multi-characters mm-hmm. and swap between them. It's also got a kind of cool story mode where I guess, like, the player becomes certain characters to the point where, like, look, you're Goku. Look in the mirror, and you mm-hmm. act all shocked, like, "Oh no, I'm Goku now." <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks pretty cool, and it's doing something that I, I kind of like when Dragon Ball games do, where it's like, look, the the saga is pretty much all told at this point. So either you get a bunch of games that are rehashing the same plot lines, or you get games that rehash the same plot lines and try to put a new twist on it, like. We had one from Atari, I think the first Wii one years ago that was like, had the Another Journey storyline where it's like, you play as key events, play through key events in the Dragon Ball saga, and try to make them go a different way to see what will happen to the storyline. Like, how about, what if this character wins, or what if this character dies, or doesn't die, or whatever? Budokai 2, I think, whatever one had the, like, the overworld was like a board game. 
Mm-hmm. They did that too, where Cell would be like, "Uh oh, Cell beat this guy," and he absorbed him, and it's like that didn't happen to the cartoon. So you have like a new Cell, like mm-hmm. a new Cell absorbing Piccolo. What it, what would he would look like? So I like when they throw yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah. in there. But uh, but yeah, this seems to be like. Not not quite the time travel uh, thing that what was the last game that came out Xenoverse uh, Xenoverse yeah mm-hmm. that they're doing but These games are kind of popular but I feel like this one is broken through a little bit more where like people who aren't into the fighting games or even just recent Dragon Ball stuff are paying mm-hmm. attention to it yeah and it, it again it just looks amazing I don't think we can say that enough mm-hmm. yeah. it lo- it looks exactly how you want a DBZ game yeah. to look it, strangely for the first time. I don't know why that is, because the Budokai games, they were cell-shaded and mm-hmm. looked cartoony. They were just kind of lacking and looking exactly like their TV counterparts. Not mm-hmm. this. No, I, I just won't be satisfied until a Dragon Ball game looks like Dragon Ball GT <laughs> with those shitty 3D-rendered characters. <laughs> and finally, we'll be able to answer the question, like, who is the most powerful? And then yeah. I can't wait for the fans just <laughs> fighting themselves uh, over this. Spoiler, it's Goku. Yeah. 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 I like the black It's always one. Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Poo Oh, my. All right. Well, let's move on to... Number two. What are you doing, kiddo? You really gonna go through with this? I'm gonna find. And I'm gonna kill. Every last one of them. I don't know who she's talking about, but, uh... That's Ellie from The Last of Us 2, Part 2, whatever it's it's called. Um, it, I don't mean want to be the... Didn't Last of Us seem pretty wrapped up and nice? Like, it's just sort of like I didn't want to see that... I didn't want to see that story continue, but, like, I don't know. I'm not in love with Last of Us. Hmm. You don't want to see the characters continue? Like, see what their lives are like? Well, I mean, that... she, was, she was, what, like 13 or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I guess so. Ellie, Ellie is the... I mean, you know, she's the only one you can care about. But um, <laughs> the continued story of... but. I don't, know. Draft. I don't know. I didn't love Last of Us as much as I wanted to. I feel like I should go back and play the remastered version. I, yeah, the, I think I'm on. I think I'm on pretty much the same level. Where like I really liked it. Uh, by I've, like all those games, you know, the story is better than the actual game. There's, it has big gameplay flaws that I feel like people don't like to acknowledge. But uh, I don't know. I, th- I I I would like to see where it goes, kind of, because they had an interesting world, and the whole point of the world is like the world we recognize, but pushed to a certain extent, where like mm-hmm. these things have taken over. So seeing that even further, I think is an interesting thing to look for. For me, I think that's maybe you know some of my trepidation about the game is is we keep seeing so many of these like post-apocalyptic worlds mm-hmm. and games, and it's like, all right, how many times can we do this? And and this you know in this world in particular, it's like there is no hope. Like after the events of the first one, you you know which. Spoilers, sorry for a super old game, but it was very much like the whole game was saying, okay, we're going to try to, you're going to be the cure for this thing. And so after kind of the ending of that game, I was like, all right, where do we go from here? And you you know? see mm. the virus from the beginning. It right. was just like, yeah. I wasn't. Or the fungus. It was I'm actually not, a fungus in that game. That yeah, I'm not saying it's not. It, it was really interesting. And I, I don't want to take away from the first game by making a, I don't know, obligatory sequel. You're excited for this one. I am. No, yeah, I, I'm excited because I don't know where they go from here. Like yeah. Now, granted, they had that... I haven't played it, that amazing DLC that everyone seemed to love that actually kind of gave you more oh, of yeah, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. So people want more time with these yeah. characters, right? Yeah. And so we got more time so with that Ellie. Was prequel-y. Yeah, that was a prequel and and because I think they were like, well, where else where else do we go from here after mm-hmm. the ending? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, people wanted more time with Ellie. I wanted more time with Joel. I, th- yeah. I thought I could, you know, obviously identify with, with Joel more, right? You're a sad I'm old man. Kind of, I, I am a sad old man. <laughs> hey, so right? am I, but... 
Uh, I, I, don't I care love about kids. I love both <laughs> of the characters. I I think the gameplay in the first one was stellar, mm-hmm. uh, whether it had issues or not. And uh, but I really loved the storytelling and how character driven it was, and how beautifully written it was. And uh, I also like that the game seems to tie certain journos into weird knots <laughs> where like, well, this is really artistic and I love it, but I feel like I have to decry mm. the violence at the same time. <laughs> and uh, the, the last trailer did not shy away from that at all. Where is the other apostate? <laughs> Clip her wings. <laughs> And I didn't even get into the the worst part of that, which is when they, they after they slam her to the ground, they take a hammer and start smashing her arm, and, and like right there on screen, holy shit! But the the, the just merciless bleakness of it, I think, right. is is something mm-hmm. that this has always been always done really well, and yeah. it kind of. I, I keep thinking about like Cormac McCarthy's The Road, where it's just like, yeah, this is hopeless. We're going to just give you unflinching human brutality. Yeah. Not, not to get too hoity-toity about it. We talked mm-hmm. about that a few years ago, a lot about The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And, like, this bleak and dire hellscapes were much more interesting over the Obama administration when it felt like <laughs> yeah. if we weren't yeah. four yeah. inches from it at all times. Uh-huh. And oh, what, wait. Did our president threaten uh, nuclear yeah, war so today? No, I, don't, I don't mean to get political. It's just, like, now that I'm scared constantly about the apocalypse, the apocalypse seems, like, much less alluring as a scenario. Last of Us 2 has the biggest button. Well, what's that, that trend? When there's a Republican president, isn't it zombies are, come back into fashion? And then when it's a Democrat, there's vampires. Totally. Like, come back, there, totally. So. There's, there, there is something about, like, how well off a society feels where this kind of scenario is something you want to engage with all the time and right. I think I might be <laughs> I'm not interested in what it looks like when the world ends at this point like yeah I used to be curious show me I am legend all day oh, you gotta prepare yourself man yeah. I did the I inevitable already, already do billiard balls that's my secret to surviving the zombie <laughs> apocalypse no fucking mechanical ammunition just mm-hmm. swing those shits around pull them back I think part of the reaction to that that particular trailer was like the first game did a great job already of showing you know humans are the true monsters right that's always the theme of these games mm-hmm. and then that trailer was just like hitting literally hitting you over the head with it it was you know humans are the real monsters we get it all right yeah we mm-hmm. suck like so where else are we gonna go from here you know and then it also has monsters at the end it's like we didn't get rid of the clickers they're still around oh god that sound the clicker yeah. sound oh, oh man. I'm sure this will be really good and I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna really enjoy it but I think. I would I mean I probably thought this with the first one like I just would rather have Naughty Dog make a new thing you know I'm always that way I just not, I'm not going to get super excited about a sequel I want them to make an old thing I want I want Jack and Daxter to come back <laughs> yeah hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put them in this game just like yeah. hey, hey we I have think, ocelots we never uh, talked about it you know I think that's ocelots. an excellent ocelots. point I would be more interested than almost in almost anything Naughty Dog would have made other than a sequel to Last of Us mm-hmm. which I thought was a, six not that, but no. <laughs> uh, but not that at all. But like anything else, Crash Bandicoot, like some, something that, yeah, totally. really, but something, oh. but something new, something. Uh, I don't know. I thought The Last of Us. There's, it, how do you improve on that? Um, Crash Tag Team Racing uh, as yeah. a sequel. Hell yeah, <laughs> Jack X. How do you improve? I thought it was one of the most, the greatest self-contained things in a studio, a first-party studio, along with Sony. They're the only people who had like the, yeah, we can make a compartmentalize a like self-contained little universe here and this could be really rad. Remember know? how amazing that game looked too on mm-hmm. on PS3, right? Mm-hmm. And and then they mm-hmm. they did the HD version on PS4 and it was like, well, it it doesn't look that much better cuz the other one looked awesome. So yeah. I'm anxious to see, okay, this is natively built on kind okay, of like yeah, PS4 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you can only imagine how beautiful it's going to be on PS4 Pro, right? Oh, so sure. uh, and, and I think 
Did we call Uncharted? I called Uncharted 4 last year a benchmark in all console gaming. Like, it's mm-hmm. the prettiest thing, still the prettiest thing, maybe other than Horizon, that I've ever seen on consoles. And it's going to look great. Yeah, we don't get that too much in this age of, like, where exclusives are just fewer and far between, where, like, someone who just knows this hardware and has complete yep. access to how to use it mm-hmm. to yeah. the fullest. Mm-hmm. So well, that's that, the other that thing. Regardless of how interested you are in this world, it is Naughty Dog. Totally. And you know they're going right. to make something right. amazing. Totally. On a, a PS4-exclusive game, it's going mm-hmm. to look better than anything else that comes out in yeah. 2018. Yeah. They have yet to really do wrong, right? I mean, people complain about Uncharted 3. They were wrong. Uncharted 3 is great. So, like, I feel it's like fine. they've only done... Have they done anything that's, like, bad? No. no. Crash cart racing? But here's the thing. That it's Naughty Dog, but it's not either. the same Naughty Dog, because some key people have left, right? Yeah, like, true. so Amy Hennig's gone. We just read there's uh, a yeah. news story today of, of one that's of their creative right. directors from the new Lost Legacy, that kind of expansion also, game. He left, right? So who's update, still there? Update two games ago, they announced Monster Hunter World coming to PC. Big deal. Oh, okay. Cool. Absolutely. It's finally happening. Well, I just wanted to say that out here. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Spoilers. Uh, cut that <laughs> in your head, and we'll talk about it later. That when I said Rogue One wasn't good also. Hmm. All right, well, let's move along to our long-awaited... You got some money for me, boy? I've seen your name in our ledger. You know what this is. I do. Uh, hmm. You want to say what it is? RDR? Yeah! Rad RDR Dad Redemption. So we're, we're trying this a second year in a row, putting it on our most anticipated list. No, like a bunch definitely of chumps. I did not Yeah, no, it's going to be this year. I don't year. know. I don't... I don't I take no joy in predicting games not coming out, but mm. Rockstar has never released a fall game in their lives. Yeah. It always comes out the next March or April. And yeah. if you follow the, the Rockstar mm-hmm. cycle, this game is definitely coming this year. I yeah. I don't know if it's spring. Like I, I part of me is almost like yeah, it could be a holiday, but it'll probably be spring. Like I'm hopeful it's spring. Yeah. This is my number I'm, one. I'm most hopeful it's spring too. Part of me is is saying like if it was spring, they would have showed more of it by now. But they're also but they Rockstar. Don't. But they, 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 don't. they don't need to really. Yeah. We've we've gotten to a point where like yeah, the game release to anou- or announcement to release cycle has gotten much shorter. Right, no, we're older and days pass quicker. Well, no, but I, I think you <laughs> oh, you, no. you have situations where like a game gets announced at E3 comes out that fall. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it used to be, like, games would get announced... It would be much more common for huge games to get announced years before like they the came Like the Sony out. E3 press conference and then, from 2015. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, for example, um, with, with Rockstar, where they would be showing their games a lot more yeah, in the lead-up, like... You know, letting critics play it, like, hey, let's do some multiplayer or whatever. Like, you remember the cycle for, do. We gotta check for the first that, Red Dead Redemption. Did they still have that loft? Yeah, but downtown. that was that was what ten years ago now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Getting I don't there. think they did that for five. Like, I felt like with five, it was yeah. very much we show you a little bit. Actually, the one so I I wasn't huge on the second trailer that came out for this game that actually showed the lead character, right? Mm-hmm. But. Um, I was actually hopeful because I remember the trailers for five and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if this looks good. And then obviously five came out and was, it just blew me away. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, all in all, I think no matter what they show and, and you know, they're going to show you some stuff. The, the typical rockstar thing is, Hey, we're going to show you some of the story. We're going to introduce you to some of these characters. That's not really what I'm there for. Mm-hmm. I'm there to sit on a horse in this world and have this, you know, the, the birds fly by and have me be able to pull out my six shooter and go into that you know, kind of slow mo mode and fire yeah, at a train it's, engine, it's, pulling into the station. It's all about just immersing yourself and, and kind of what those sandboxes let you do. Like, and I thought Red Dead Redemption was the game of the generation last generation, yeah. right? So this Better one, I think, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they they really are. Fun. They're like my two favorite things to come out of a ten-year generation. Mass Effect as a whole, or are you yeah. talking just one? Okay, yeah, 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 the whole the whole thing. But yeah, so so for me, this is this has potential, and it's late enough in in the kind of generation life cycle where people have kind of gotten their footing. They understand the platforms now, and and I mean, the only big unanswered question I have, and not to jump ahead, if you have this here, Michael, is what is uh, Red Dead Online look like, and how does that mm. stand up to GTA, you know, online, which is still going strong. It's the most non-talked about kind of game yeah. that everyone's playing. I, was, I right? was watching fucking Rick and Morty on Adult Swim, and there's a a triple A commercial for GTA Five Online DLC yeah. with like voice acting, that like sci-fi thing they're doing right now. The, yeah, with like the Hulu Spy Hunter cars. Yeah, yeah, but it's like that's that's still kind of new to me. Like a, an expansion to a game that's been out for how long? And it's Almost it's our fault, years? right? Because as the press, like the. the the, the press never talks about those type of games. Well, and, and the, actually, the press isn't allowed to have prolonged experiences that, having to play right. a ton of games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so n- no one really, you know, kind of in the, in the places we follow, no one mm-hmm. really talks about it. But if you look at... When we go downstairs to eat pizza, the guys who work there have not stopped playing GTA Online right. the entire right. time. It's, yep. the, it's the thing that, like, we'll take a break and try out Destiny and maybe Gears 4, but we're still on GTA 5 that's Online. Right. That's right. And, and if you actually... What's weird is Rockstar almost doesn't need to do this game. If you follow just game sales charts monthly, GTA Five is yeah, still crazy. like at the top of the charts sell. every oh, month. Yeah. When yeah. it goes on sale, it's like fifty bucks. Right. Like yeah. it's not. It's, it's not going to be ten dollars ever. Yeah. <laughs> you get a card, card for money for the game you're but not going to play. I, I think we've seen <clears throat> people weren't excited about the idea of the multiplayer in Red Dead, and I think the thing they probably weren't excited about was how maybe the single player. It's Red Dead, at its core, is one of the best single-player experiences of that generation. Period, mm. period, period. Uh, but the seven heroes imply that there's going to be this weird integration of multiplayer. Maybe. But then the the last trailer does firmly establish it. It's like, this is a prequel to mm-hmm. the first Red Dead. Do you have my bag? Always, Dutch. That you are playing with Dutch's gang, Dutch's gang, yeah, Taking which is stepkid home for Christmas. And actually, Probably the real, <laughs> <laughs> the real thing behind those seven play. And Marston might even just be like a cameo in those trailers. Like you can't yeah. even tell if it's really him or not. Yeah, that's like I like pulled back from the entire profession of voice acting for some reason. Love John Marston, one of the greatest characters ever. But can we please go to bat for Red Dead Redemption? The online was pretty fucking good at yeah. the time. I think better than GTA Four. Um, I mean, it, oh, yeah, it felt GTA like it built online. on GTA 4's online. Yeah. GTA 4's online. It did, but like, I, I still think it was thing. better. It was. It's worth being excited about Red Dead multiplayer because when we fucked around in the Undead Nightmare DLC, like I don't know that we accomplished mm. anything, but it was just amazing to play around in. Oh, yeah. for for yeah. hours. And, on the and they improved upon that for five. Like I remember. Mm. Red Dead was the first time I remember seeing stuff about the Rockstar Club and all that stuff, where you had all these perks for going online. And yeah, they they improved upon that for five. So it's only going to get better, right? And yeah. uh, We'll see. I don't know. what The thing is, you know, when you hear that, that, that trailer, that main character is Arthur Morgan or whatever. He yeah, doesn't yeah. seem likable. He, but, he doesn't. When, but I remember not liking Marston when I first started Red Dead either. I was like, this guy's he's kind of a true. dick. You know, and then by the end of the game, I, I, I kind of like him. And they have like a really dick line that like it took me a while to understand exactly <laughs> what this meant. Maybe when your mother's finished mourning your father, I'll keep her in black on your behalf. Yeah, and what I, what I first thought was like keep her in black. You mean like financially? Like you'll you'll keep her from being in debt? Like yeah. that sounds no, like a nice no. thing. And then I realized like, oh no no no, he's saying like I will keep her mourning, mourning because yeah, I'll kill yeah. you. The woman in black. Yes. Yeah. yes so. yeah, I mean that that line in particular is the one I remember, and he kind of has a shit eating grin on his face, uh-huh. and you're like, oh come on, dude. Like, but I'm not worried about that. Like for me, it's like whatever. Even if I don't like him, 
I'm gonna love roaming that world. And and if it's Rockstar, I mean, look what they did with Five. Like they kind of they swerved you, where it's like, oh, you're only gonna play this one character or whatever, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we we get Trevor, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then so. Who, yeah. Let's see who we get this Franklin, time. Michael, and Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think was a great the approach Holy to the game. I, I didn't know they were going to do that, I think, until I played it. I, I can't remember. I might be misremembering, but I thought that was a surprise where literally they only showed Michael in the I trailers. Mean, they they showed it, like, again, in, in the. Um, when they called in journalists for, like, the last round of previews. Mm-hmm. I remember them showing it, like, yeah, hey, so you have these three characters and you can switch between them at any time. Mm-hmm. And they had, like,. Well, let's uh, dive this giant shipwreck as Trevor. Like, oh, we're attracting some sharks. Uh, okay, we've got sharks circling us. Let's uh, switch over to Franklin now and see what <laughs> yeah. he's doing. And like, yeah, what, what happened to Trevor? It's like, oh, he'll be fine. Remember yeah. when everyone thought they were the protagonists to the first three, or the to three Vice City and yeah. uh, four? Right, or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because Michael kind of looked like the Vice City guy. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that was intentional. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But mm-hmm. it's just doing what all those games did well in one game. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'll be shocked... When the fuck do you think we'll ever get another GTA announcement? The fact that I'm seeing GTA Five commercials on Rick and Morty. I don't think it'll be on the PS4. Yeah, I, I, think I think it'll, it'll be miss whatever the, PS4. the next thing is. Maybe. Meaning GTA would skip a generation of consoles. I would say yeah, three, you're right. Three at least three years from when this game yeah. comes out, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so 2021, probably 2022, and then yeah, who knows? Will they even be consoles at that point, right? Like, what'll it be on? So, Did we just put in our brains? Yeah, them. yeah. Jack me in. Absolutely. Black Mirror. NVIDIA Shields. Yeah. What just, was the old PS2 <laughs> commercial about, like, the orb that you inhale or whatever? Yeah. I think that was Final Fantasy. Just put me in my husband's brain. Full on Black Mirror. Put me in a bear. But, yeah, the the trailer also has some hints as to what the plot might be. We got lawmen in three different states after us. They chased us from the west, they chased us over the mountains. And they chased us to whatever the new game world is. <laughs> Which we don't know for sure. Yeah, but I, but still, like, it was one of the most satisfying single-player experiences of that last generation. Mm-hmm. I cannot, cannot fucking wait. But it'll, it'll also be interesting because the first Red Dead was about the ex- the gradual extinction of the west. And, yeah. And the right. looming 20th century and... So it'll be interesting since this is a prequel. Like, does it have some sort of overarching theme? Um, That's weird. Have there been any modern westerns for them to play with? Mm. Um, Three Ten to Yuma remake. Jesus. Uh, Firefly. <laughs> well, I mean, the other Logan. one wasn't. It was. It was based on kind of those old Clint Eastwood movies. So those weren't even it, modern. What, it was, time, I'm right? just. Yeah. I have a big old heart on for the assassin. Assass- I have a retainer. Assassin. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, and and it's obsessed with that time period too, where Jesse right. James yeah, dies. Yeah. And the last portion of Red Dead recreates scenes and locations from Red, from assassination of Jesse James, mm-hmm. including his house. You can like pretty much go. It's not Jesse James' house, but right. it's very clearly modeled after it. Mm-hmm. And and I just, do, I, what's the last great modern western? I cannot remember. Uh, Westworld. Oh, I mean, Jonah, Hex, Jonah Hex. Jonah <laughs> Hex. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Just this year, we made such strides in open world games that, like, mm-hmm. this game... And, G- and Rockstar's always the one that, like, kicks it up a notch. So yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. like, what the, have they had time to really kick it up from, you know, your Breath of the Wilds and such? Uh, mm. Like, what, like what's going to be in this game that's going to make me go, like, oh, shit, this is why you are the guys still doing this? Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about the toxic masculinity DLC pack? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you got to get this guy named Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is 
going to make some lame joke about being able to climb anything, but uh, that takes it. Yeah. yeah. Climb Weinstein. Climb things on a horse. That's yeah. what it is. Yes. <laughs> As you can climb up that building on a horse. Uh, <laughs> My horse got bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> <laughs> And you bring it full circle. Uh, so on that note, we're going to... Uh, he's also a Saiyan and... Uh, he, <laughs> he clicks. Yeah, he's infected by a fungus. You, you joke, but GTA Online, or I'm sorry, Red Dead Online has to go for at least 10 years, right? So they're yeah, going to yeah. be, you know... Yeah, yeah. It's a 10-year platform. Yeah, it'll bring it right, <laughs> in, the, it'll bring it right in the 19th century. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right, well, on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about some news, some uh, some of your most anticipated games of the year, some other stuff, so stay tuned. Let's get scratching. Do you like awesome, dorky-ass surprises showing up at your door every month? I know it makes me feel better. Then you might need to give Geek Fuel a shot. And you lucky listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and get a free $20 Star Wars item just for your troubles. You know what Geek Fuel is by this point, don't you? It's a mystery box that comes to your door every month featuring six to eight items and an exclusive shirt. Previous Geek Fuel boxes have included stuff like Zelda, Marvel, Nintendo, Pop Figures, Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Rick and Morty, and I have it on good authority. This month will feature something from Deadpool or Star Wars, maybe even Rogue One, a movie I really, really like. But there's so much other stuff in a Geek Fuel box. Pint glasses, t-shirts, posters, pins, cards, figures. Each box is guaranteed to contain a $50 value, starting for as little as $14 plus shipping and handling. And once again, you can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and receive a bonus Star Wars item worth $20 for free. Ahoy hoy everybody, if you're looking for a perfectly cromulent podcast that will embiggen your knowledge about the greatest TV show ever made, be sure to check out Talking Simpsons, the Laser Time Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. Here's a clip from our most recent episode. It'll cost you... Get a taxi! <laughs> Come on! Alright, that's a good point. Yeah, whatever whatever character Dan Castellan is playing goes back and forth with every line. Yes. Like, oh, she's right, she's right. The oh, thing, the taxes. Oh, the thing means the taxes. It is taxes are bad. I want an action figure of whoever that was. Yeah. It's some of my funniest lines. The mouth movements don't match up to anybody. No. So it's not one guy, but just like no. a figure. And it's not a gag they do very often, and I wish they did. Yeah, yeah. they'd let Dan Castellaneta carry that crowd scene. Imp- clearly yeah. improv something. Dan complained about taxes. Taxes are bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. For all this and more, be sure to check out Talking Simpsons every Wednesday at TalkingSimpsons.com or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you crave even more Simpsons-related stuff, head on over to Patreon.com slash TalkingSimpsons for dozens of exclusive podcasts, including Talking Critic. And we're back uh, with our second segment, which would normally bleed straight into new releases, but they're really Crack that shit. There really aren't any worth talking <laughs> yeah. about, I, well, it's, it's, or that we know how to talk when about did, this when week. When did the Battlefront DLC came out? I accidentally played it. Um, uh, I, it's in the last couple of weeks sometime. I did, since you and I went to Lucasfilm and they I showed did it to us. really enjoy I didn't tell you that Michael mm-hmm. the 37 year streak has been broken for some reason my you father lost your virginity but yes I finally <laughs> lost my virginity oh, does it, it turn everybody else's dick red <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
That's how it works. Uh, my, if you've been listening to me for this, this will mark the tenth anniversary of me talking into a microphone. Uh, my father hate, hated video games and has never purchased me one in my entire life. Ooh. Uh, and for some reason, he called this year. He's like, you know what, Sean? Texman, you know, you're doing a pretty good job out there. I think I'm going to try and get you some games for Christmas. What systems do you have? And it, this is, for some reason, after that, hours of conversation. I have no idea. I have this and this and this. And like, and that does what? Like, doesn't matter. You're never going to do this right. And I open up my presents for Christmas. My dad got me Star Wars Battlefront 2. In Call of Duty World War Two, he not only scored with two games I hadn't bought, but two games I wanted to play, marking not the first time I ever my father's purchased me a video game, and the first time ever I've received two video games for any holiday or birthday in my entire life. I and he scored, so I just played Star Wars Battlefront Two. This is it. Anybody else finish it? No, no, it's, no, it, no the I'm single player. I've not it. touched the multiplayer since we streamed it, but it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, having seen the Last Jedi four times now, uh, I really, really like the story in Battlefront Two. Should be no surprise. We had Walt Williams on the show, and mm-hmm. I played the DLC just because it jumps you into like the Force Awakens Last Jedi. Okay, so Janina, she's not in it. The, the main character from she is. the she's oh, old. She's, she is. She's, she's like twenty years older. She's older than his daughter. So, so I have a funny story about her at, mm. at Ubisoft. Actually, really? one day I was I was walking. Oh, you're, Michael's familiar with the Ubisoft building. I was mm-hmm. walking out that door that kind of leads to the alley between sure. kind of the buildings or whatever. And can, I opened. You can explore that area in Watch Dogs too. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yes. I think I climbed the fire escape there mm-hmm. to go spy on the other game. Yeah. Um, so I opened the door and I, you know, wasn't really paying attention. And I look up and I almost ran into this young woman and I and I look and go, "Hey, you're from True Blood." <laughs> it, it, it was it was her because you know yeah. she had just. It, that was kind of all I knew her from at the time, but apparently she was voicing someone in Far Cry Four. I believe she did the mm-hmm. voice for. She did one of the but one of the rebels. You know, you could choose. This, the, this, but this is her face in the game, right? Uh, she. This was just her voice likeness, I believe. No, but, but yeah, in, Star Wars. In, in Star Wars, it's absolutely her. It's 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 everything. I remember so. seeing it. I'm like, is this game not finished? I'm like, oh, this is a real person. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this yeah. Is, <laughs> it just looked strange to me at at, at one point. It's like the end of Enslaved. It's just like video but of the, her. The faces in Star Wars Battlefront. Are, I don't know. It's part of the thing we were sort of obsessing over when Matt Matt was talking to us off mic about his favorite movies of the year. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, and the idea that like this whole game has to be rendered in like. 1080p optimized for 4K, 60 frames a second, but make sure everything looks like it's from 1977. <laughs> like, like it has to have a 1977 motif. Everybody's wearing 70s ass clothing, mm-hmm. so like seeing more modern faces in the Star Wars universe, it's it's weird, and you see that more in the game than I think the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played the DLC just for the fuck of it. I didn't know if it was new. I just I very rarely am playing new DLC just because the the single player is super short. But you have free resurrection DLC for the single player. Hmm. So what did you think of it? Um, <laughs> it, uh, y- you know, the Battlefront series is sort of like run to this location, get an awesome cutscene. Mm-hmm. Run to this location, get an awesome cutscene. And this is sort of like well, we don't have Billy D. Williams to fuck around with, and Leia's probably not going to be here either. So uh, they just prolong like the shooting sequences, which is. Feels lazy, but is more gameplay. It feels like than the single, the main single player game. Okay. There's more to shoot and do, and it's harder uh, than the other portions of the game. But it's fucking free, so how can you argue with that? 
And now, now someday I got to jump into World War II and get good. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. Get good if you're at listening being, at, at fighting World War II. Uh, thank you, Dad, <laughs> if you're listening. You gave you you your your balls bestowed me with these podcasting skills, but no business acumen. There, there's so one. There's one other newer release that I'd be uh-huh. remiss if I didn't say because I know Henry Gilbert is actually excited about it, and that was Tiny Metal for the Switch oh, came yes. out on December 21st. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to buy that. I want to play that. And and so the deal with that one is it's the that, Advanced Wars. Guys, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was it coming out earlier in the year on some other platforms, but the Switch version came out. Uh, it's simulation, kind of like that. I, I don't want to say strategy light, but it's like you know, strategy you can kind of pick up. It's turn based. It's, it's a lot it's, like Advance Wars. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so yeah, that one was the only other kind of new release that I was keeping track of. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to say also that with our or our 2018 most anticipated, like mm-hmm. obviously, this is already shaping up to be a very promising year. Uh, there are a bunch of games that uh, we didn't have space to talk about. Uh, but th- obviously we're, we are very excited for them. Uh, God of War, for example, mm. finally. Right, right. Uh, not quite rebooting, but Kingdom revisiting. Kingdom Hearts 3! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. never yeah. happening! That's not, that's <laughs> not 2018. Monsters yeah, 2020 at the earliest. Yeah. Uh, Far Cry 5 oh, is another yes. one that I am... Which is the only assuming. one on the list that I've played somewhat extensively. And and I really like what I've played quite a bit. It's it's a very open ended, uh, open world structure where it's like yeah, just we've got a bunch of goals on the map. Go find whatever you want, and uh, there is a, a storyline that will kick in once you've done a certain amount of stuff. Well, I feel like they'd mm. reached the thing with Far Cry Primal. Where it was like okay, we can't do this formula again, right? It, it was mm. you know Far Cry three and then four. They were very similar games, different settings. Primal change it up a little bit with okay we're taking it back in time but you're like okay this can we do this again but i feel like it's been enough time since primal where i'm ready for a far cry game again right like even if it is and i'm guessing they're going to change it up but even if it's the same thing as far cry 4 just in this new wacky kind of you know it's in montana i believe yeah. with with the, with the cult right Whoa. it's like yeah it's that sounds uh, cool oh yeah it's, it, it looks so I'm ready, um, and it's this spring, isn't it? It's really yes, soon. It's it's right around the corner, and so March th- or something. No, it does not have a release date. It's March. But if I can say my very favorite thing about it that I haven't really seen discussed very much is the way that it approaches fast travel. Mm. So you know how fast travel works in most open world games. You just you unlock a fast travel mm-hmm. point, and then you select it and you teleport there. This time, you get the option to either teleport there. Or to teleport hundreds of feet in the air and basically just skydive to that point. Like, like <laughs> and, and so you, jump yourself? <laughs> you, well, basically, you're saying, like, okay, this point, do you want to appear there or airdrop? And if you select airdrop, then you just teleport into the sky and you have a wingsuit. And you can just uh, wingsuit and parachute to wherever you want nearby. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it kind of revolutionizes fast travel and then it's like... Rather than, okay, I go to this point, and that's close to this other point that I want to go to, so from there I need to figure out how to travel. You just airdrop, and then I can fly over whatever point that it is A and get most just of cause, the way there. Just yeah, Cause style, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Just Cause 3 could have used that, actually. Kind of, yeah. Yakuza um, 6? Yakuza 6 Yakuza is going to be huge. On, Are like, we going to get Yakuza Kiwami 2? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, well, no, no, I think we're supposed to, yeah. Mm. For the, I was thinking of the, uh, the one of the samurai ones. When you said oh, that. yeah, yeah. Is um, 6 one of those games that's been out since like the 70s in Japan and we're just now getting it? Or when did that originally come out? I think or they've already got new? it. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. like they've already... I'm not entirely sure, but I just like that we're finally... I, I loved the first two Yakuza games and then I uh, mm-hmm. played a bit of 3 and a bit of 4 and it kind of fell off. 
Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that we're finally like we're just always going to get the main Yakuza game. I feel like it's successful enough that we get it. I, I have bought every single Yakuza game, and Zero is the first one that I played for more than like an hour. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And and I'm I really like Zero, and I've gone back to it after finishing Assassin's Creed Origins and uh, other things. And I'm really addicted to it again. In the absence of Sleeping Dogs 2, I, mm-hmm. I guess I'm okay if Yakuza is a thing now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to get Bloodstained and Shenmue 3 this mm-hmm. year. I'm supposed yeah, to get no. physical editions of we'll both see. those games. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you, you kickstarted Shenmue 3? Both of them. Oh, <laughs> you're the one. You're such I a dreamer. I gave them each about 100 bucks because <laughs> wow. I want the physical one. And I did not. I canceled my ukulele, too. I was like, I only can do two of these. They all came out at the same time. And uh, I think I made the right choice, even though these two might never come out. Uh, I'm, I'm mad excited for a way out from the brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, and if, if it, game. I don't, I don't know why I'm pinning my, any hopes on this, but I re- the first Crackdown game was some of the most fun I've ever had, mm-hmm. and the second one was not. <laughs> and the third one was promised before the Xbox One launched. Yep. Um, so, and I don't think Xbox... I, I want to get an Xbox One X. Make me want that, mm-hmm. please. And if that maybe Crackdown three is that game, I but the know, power maybe. of the cloud. Remember that was the promise of that game is we're using cloud computing to do all the physics, yeah. and that they no longer mention that. It's yeah, just like no you know what this is a game. <laughs> no one mentions the uh, ethical implication of the Xbox One X. No one man should have all this power. God, that oh, Kanye wow. song okay. is all over my YouTube advertisements. I get it. You have a new five hundred dollar Xbox. I don't need to see that again. Mm-hmm. Let me just let me just check that box. I'll buy it in the middle of the year. Just leave me alone. Stop <laughs> aggressively advertising yeah. this to me. Crackdown three. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Xbox exclusives, State of Decay two, mm-hmm. oh, which I'm super yeah. excited for. I love the first one. Wow, yeah. I, I think I, I saw that and read it as State of Emergency two. <laughs> no, that came out years ago. You're crazy. <laughs> From uh, South Peak Interactive. It's yeah. about damn time. Yeah. Yeah. We may or may not be getting two Shin Megami Tensei games this year. That's uh, right. There's the new mainline SMT. But there's also uh, the remake of Strange Journey, which I'm excited about because Strange Journey is a super cool game that is really hard to get into, especially if you're not familiar with all the the way that game, that series works. And even then, it's like a weirder, harder to get into version of that. But uh, I'm excited to have it, you know, be be more modernized because it's got a really cool story that I, I want to see people enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have one that you know no one's really talking about, but every time people have played it, like at, at E3, um, Sea of Thieves by Rare. So mm-hmm. that's the the multiplayer. Yeah. There's actually two multiplayer pirate games coming this year. Oh, There's yeah. Sea of Thieves, which is the more yeah. cartoony Rare style, and then there is Skull and Bones from Ubisoft. Yes, and, and so I I'm anxious to see how those two titles approach things differently. Right, the Skull and Bones looks very much like AC4, the ship combat se- mm-hmm. segments, just. The game, right? Yeah. Like that's that's all. Well, this it's is. it's every player is in control of a ship. Okay. Uh, okay. Whereas uh, Sea of Thieves seems to be like crews of pirates work together to steer a single ship. Mm. Which, right. Mm. Right. Which which from what I've heard results in a lot of really hysterical sequences of unless you know one hand's talking to the other, it's like okay, I steered us into a reef, and then mm-hmm. this guy shot off the cannons, and mm. yeah, it's. It seems like one of those games that's going to be like almost perfectly kind of suited for Twitch streaming, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. And you get to play as George W. Bush. <laughs> what? Skull, <laughs> Skull and Bones. Virtual on four. Oh, oh wow. I thought Sea of Thieves I've never seen somebody escape, <laughs> escape a bomb like that so fast. Valkyria <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chronicles 4. That's what um, I meant to say. Yes. Uh, that's going to be Mega cool. Man 11. There, Mega Man oh, 11. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is anybody excited? Because I forgot it still existed. Um, 
apparently there's this will be the year the Metal Gear game releases, mm-hmm. whatever that's called. Metal oh. Gear Survive. So, yeah, Metal Gear Survive. That's I'm I'm really intensely curious to see what they do. Yeah, plenty that. of time before Death Stranding. So, hmm. so that and Crackdown Three were on my list mm-hmm. of games uh, potential train wrecks. I mm-hmm. can't look away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed <laughs> by Detroit Become Human. Yeah, is also yeah. On <laughs> <somebody> <laughs> mentioned it. Um, and one more here. I, I have. Um, it's the only Telltale series I've played all the way through. So, The Wolf Among Us uh, season two is supposed to be coming this year. Oh, so yeah. that, I, I love that series. It was one of my favorite. Story. It yeah. might be my favorite Telltale series. Uh, yeah, my yeah, maybe. And it, I, I, just, I, I love the world. Too. You know, it's it's based on the Fable comics, which they're no longer making those yep. right, and so this is all new. And 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 I'm anxious to see what what happened to Bixby. Is that the Bixby? Bixby. Wolf? Bixby. Wolf. Bigby. 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 It's the yeah, best thing for a big bad, bad wolf. Yeah, yeah. It's the best thing to do with that series since like halfway through that series because it hits a real peak and then hmm. kind of goes down. Uh, Nino Kuni two. Yep. We're also getting that. We're getting oh, uh, yeah. some really good you know re releases slash remakes like uh, Shadow, Shadow of the, the Colossus, Colossus, Street Fighter, Secret of Mana, Secret of Mana. Yeah. Um, and Dragon Quest eleven. We're apparently gonna finally oh, get finally. this year. Right. And then on on the Switch, this is a great year for Switch ports. We have Bayonetta two. We, mm-hmm. we were yeah. talking about that. Well, Bayonetta one and two, I should say. Um, this is a title that I think a lot of people miss, but I loved. I played it last year. Owlboy. Owlboy is yeah, coming. Yeah. Yeah. Owlboy is amazing. amazing. We streamed it. It was. I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then another one, uh, Dragon Quest Builders, which to me yeah. seems yes. perfectly suited. Well, for Well, Builders Switch. Two is supposed to be coming out this year also. Oh, okay, there so, you go. Yeah, we're gonna get yeah. both of them because the first sequel to one to of my favorite games of last year. And if you haven't played Dragon Quest Builders and you have a PS4 or Vita, go do that. It's amazing. Or wait till Switch. So, hmm. so other titles that are supposed to be 2018 that I don't have any faith in. So we, I've got Anthem on here. Uh, Anthem, I don't think is coming this year, unfortunately. I, I, although it may be, I don't know with the, with the trend lately to announce things later and then come out. But that's the big one from um, Bioware. 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 <laughs> They're Bioware's. Yeah, I know. It's just hard to get excited about. It's their Destiny slash Halo I, clone. I know, but I want to look forward to it. I like Bioware. Yeah. I like yeah. Destiny, uh, but EA's mishandling of Battlefront Two. Well, how about Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird. Like I'm gonna back away from this until I see more and not put any hopes in it at this point. But I want. I was there when they announced it. I I was on board, but now I'm terrified. Yeah. Now I'm terrified. Also, have no idea if it's 2018 or not. But super pumped for Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Oh yes, yes. that's yeah. supposed to be this year. Um, there's another one that's been you know supposedly coming every year, but. Ace Combat 7 is one of those games that like mm-hmm. everyone keeps saying and it keeps getting pushed back. Now, that's a series that seems long forgotten. Like I can't even remember the last time a game came out. I think there was like a weird free-to-play thing that came out. But um, I used to love those games back in the day, and so I'm, I'm anxious to see what an Ace Combat can look like on PS4 hardware. So. Damn, I forgot all about Ace Combat. Yeah. Ace Combat was, yeah. was a good time. No, no, no. That you're thinking of their mechs. Yes, I'm thinking of Armored Core. Right. Four yeah, answer. Armor Core. <laughs> <laughs> it's, never, it's never a bad time to bring up four answer. Definitely four answer. <laughs> Speaking of from whatever they they oh, showed yeah. that short teaser. If that what, happens, to come whatever out this year. their possibly Bloodborne two, possibly not teaser. Hopefully was. Bloodborne two. Oh, that thing where they showed 2. the video of like the weird. It looked like a bow made of bones, and yeah. there's just stretching. It seemed painful. Man, I, <laughs> you seen Elson's Bloodborne tattoo? It's insane. It's got yeah. all up his arm. It's, yeah. it's cool. I saw the finished product, and it well, looks... As, as yeah. Brett himself would say, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> his tattoo's fine. <laughs> I had it of the, the cane, which I said, like, oh, mm-hmm. people are going to see that and be like, oh, is that like Ivy from Soul Calibur's sword? Like, <laughs> yeah. I had that shirt that uh, you pre-ordered Soul Calibur 2. You get a shirt with Ivy on it, and people were like... 
that's a weird anime naked lady on your mm-hmm. shirt. Oh, yeah. Actually, speaking of Soul Calibur, is that this year? Six? Apparently yeah. six, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Six is this year. Okay, I don't yeah. know if I should be excited about that yet, because they, they, have, they don't have a great track record, especially uh, the last few years. I want them to bring back Ezio and Darth Vader as guests. And I'll be <laughs> and excited. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't mind both. Spawn when Spawn was the guest <laughs> character. Spawn. <laughs> Necrid. <laughs> Todd was the original character, right? That was yeah. yeah Todd McFarlane yeah, yeah. designed that for Not the Xbox, for and they were they were like, okay, <laughs> since you did that, we'll put Spawn in it as well. I think it might have been more the other way around. Or was it? If, you, like, if, if you, you let us, us spawn, spawn, we'll let you create this character. <laughs> we'll let you spend an afternoon drawing the mm-hmm. weird, the dumbest looking, generic <laughs> '90s comic book character. He's green and he has a red thing on his chest. All right, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. Todd McFarlane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, at least you know. I think we owners was it we or GameCube got Link. Mm-hmm. Yes, GameCube. It was GameCube. Yeah, it was, oh man, yeah. but yeah, but the bad thing was you had to play, play a fighting game on your GameCube to play as Link. So yeah, it was good. Was, I still have the uh, little lithograph or whatever it was they gave you if you pre-ordered it. I yeah, have that. I, play, uh, I played the through the story mode once as Link and never touched it again. Oh, he was my main. Yeah. I enjoyed playing as Link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. If you uh, the thing with Soul Calibur Two is uh, your main eventually. It makes them, see, you know, the Soul Caliber. When you turn the game mm-hmm. on, they change it to your main saying it. Oh, like wow. if you play with them enough. So if you play as Link enough, it's like set, say it, set. When you turn the game on. <laughs> God, is it? So it's already six. Where, where the hell did three, four, and five go? To, to nowhere. They had Darth Vader and Yoda in them, and uh, mm-hmm. character creation, and just nobody cared. Yeah, what was it? Three was like PS2 exclusive, and had that guy's a Solomel with the the scythe. And then yeah, four was had had uh, Darth Vader and Yoda, Yoda and Star Killer, and then and five then, had Yo- had Ezio and Yoda was on one and Darth Vader was on the other and you couldn't make them fight each other. Yeah, they were although they, exclusive. they did add them as DLC. Oh, eventually you could, right? right. Yeah, yeah. But Yoda, it was so dumb. It was tied to the color scheme. Remember, Yoda was green, so he was on yeah. Xbox, yeah. and Darth Vader was black on on PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. All right, well, Chris, it's your time oh, to God. shine. It's right when I put my thing down. <laughs> Take my advice, do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? And I do hope you took our advice. Did we mention, I love that people finally started talking about, um, when you get a new console for your kids for Christmas, break it out, load that shit up two days beforehand, Mm -hmm. download all those updates, get that shit ready. Do all that, but I, this is the first year I don't think I saw of a massive Xbox Live PlayStation Network outage. Ever like I didn't I don't think that happened and it's never going to happen on the Switch. I read yeah. about a, a Switch thing where Switch was down like half. The I, you know what I think like I did that. see that yeah, I did see that but like yeah. it happens and it, it should be over by now. But again, take my advice, do what I say. First purchase should be PSN and Xbox Live, or PS Plus and Xbox and Live. Yeah, yeah. Buy that right now. PS Plus being the shining star uh, for free. What is it like? Still like thirty nine dollars to fifty nine dollars oh, a year. It's normally fifty nine. It's been on sale on Amazon for forty lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, earlier sixty. Yeah. So take the decision making out of the process and just get Deus Ex Mankind uh, divided <gasps> and Batman: The Telltale <laughs> Series for free right wow. now. That's actually a power in Deus Ex. You can do that in Burp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Blood Arena for PSVR. Don't know it. Uncanny Valley also for free. How about that shit? Um, it's you, and if you have a Vita, Psycho Pass and Uncanny Valley as well. Again that. Make that your first deal. You'll you'll get free games all the time. Yeah. It's really good. Xbox has done it to some extent, uh, but they do two a month. They they, they release uh, them on different days. So on the first of the month, you have one batch, and then on mm-hmm. the fifteenth, it swaps out. And so 
every game's available for a full mm-hmm. month, but they rotate them on a different basis. Yeah. Which I kind of actually like with, with PlayStation. It's like either you get them all or you miss yeah, them Yeah, you're all, disappointed you know? for a long time yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you have yeah. those games already. <laughs> but if you don't have Back to the Future, the game, uh, 30th Anniversary Edition, oh. get that right now. A totally fine video game. Mm-hmm. Right. A perfectly okay to play for a few hours game. Well, what do you think about the brand new one? The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing the Third. What um, is that? And, <laughs> I know. And Zombie, <laughs> Zombie is out. But uh, Tomb Raider Underworld, not a bad game for Xbox 360. I believe that's backwards compatible. And Army of Two, uh, which is Rad Bromance, the game. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, fist, the, bump. Fist, fist bump. Yep, but make those, seriously, make those the first things you buy. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting. Stop me if I'm repeating myself. Um, I was helping a friend and my dad look at televisions. And when you look at televisions, there's these smart TVs that clearly are trying to take advantage of dumb old people. Like, does this? What does this TV do? Uh, HDR? I don't know what that is. Well, it has Netflix and Hulu, and like, oh, it does. Mm-hmm. That certainly justifies a hundred to fifty dollar higher price point because my parents are dumb enough to think, yeah, Stranger Things is just in the television. That's what it does. You can play Crossy Road on it. Uh, I keep can, telling. Can you actually buy a TV that doesn't have those features now? Like, I but if you can avoid it, you'll pay less. Hmm. If you cannot, do not buy a smart TV. Buy an Xbox One S. Whether you think you want an Xbox One or not, they're down to one ninety nine at Walmart with Forza Damn. Horizon three, the Hot Wheels bundle, and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare with free shipping. For me, I was just recommending to Matt like if. Never buy a Roku box. Buy the Xbox One S. It has a great remote that, for me, has never died. It can. It's the only thing that can accept uh, HD antenna, where you can incorporate that in your system. It doesn't block a lot of shit, like the PS4, which blocks Sling, your cheapest possible solution to cutting cable forever. And they just added a Kodi app, which is probably the leading force in piracy right now that Xbox One <laughs> now has an official app for. So get that while you can because they maybe don't, hmm. don't realize that's there. Right? <laughs> I, th- I think from the beginning Microsoft poised itself to be the media machine and they're not fucking around. Right, like, no. They have, both systems have Plex and Plex well for us we use it a lot for piracy um, <laughs> but it, but Plex is a great way to stream stuff. So is Kodi. Just stream stuff from your computer. Uh, and, and it works much better for me. The interface is better on Xbox One. Yeah. So I would say make the investment in that and you'll also have a fucking Xbox. Um, and save money in your TV. Put that into an Xbox. Especially as they keep going on sale. Xbox One S's are going to plummet in price as we move forward with the Xbox One X. Uh, even then, buy a launch one. It'll be your best media machine option. I promise Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, what else do we have here? Uh, oh my God, anybody anybody still down with a Wii U? Yeah. GameStop yeah, has no, a Nintendo one. Wii U 32 gig. <laughs> they released a 32 gigabyte system in this this, this life cycle. Wait, isn't that what the Switch has on, on board is 32 gigs? I think it's less, but like, but you can still upgrade <laughs> it. Like, you can put a chip in it. Yeah, no. sure. What do you call a card? A chip um, I'm 50 years with old. Lego, <laughs> Lego Marvel Super Heroes and Sonic and All-Stars Racing. I'm sorry, I'm reading this off a list. I was not that prepared. I should probably <laughs> jump into just the Humble Bundle instead of trying to wing it. Because the Humble Bundle is pretty cool. Uh, Humble Bundle staff got to pick their own personal favorite game. So it's <laughs> the the weirdest mishmash. There's no theme yeah, other than right. the people. Is that the one that Bioshock like. Infinite's on? Exactly. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> list. You pay $1, you get Tempest, Le Eat, and Punch Club. If you uh, pay over five ninety two as of this writing, which I have to find a better phrase for while podcasting, <laughs> uh, Origami Beholder and Bioshock Infinite's. For six dollars, that's worth six bucks. People like their shit on that game now, but that game's worth six bucks. And you'll get if you if you were looking to holding off on buying Bioshock Infinite, 
You can get it now for $6 as well as five other games. So just <laughs> go do that. Uh, pay over Origami come out just like last year or the year before? I don't know. It's but Punch, uh, Punch Club, yeah. is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. That game's pretty popular. That game, mm-hmm. that game, people like that. And pay more than 12 and you'll get Shenzine? I don't know what that is. I.O.? No one? All right. But it's nope. a, it's clearly probably new and sought after. Yeah. Do you mean to say Shenmue 3? I did not mean to say that. Damn, there's I thought no way that released exclusively for Humble Bundle. I thought they might have snuck it out. Um, and, but get my physical copy, damn it. To take a, your big takeaway here, if you have a new system, get PS Plus and Xbox Live. Do that immediately. Or Xbox Gold. Do that immediately. That's it. Take my advice do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you! And moving on to... Didn't really need that segue. Could have just, <laughs> just played the sound. I, I like the sound. I don't think it's long enough. I enjoy your hosting style. No, no, no. I mean, like, the bit where I interjected in between the sounds. It's fine. Don't cut it out. Yeah, okay. Cut out me saying Rogue One's not very you good. can't cut it out. It's over oh, the well. sound. No CEOs have been ousted as far as we know, but uh, the speedrunning world record has been claimed for Engage Twitch streamer <laughs> Zen Ivan. Uh, he got the world speedrunning record on the N-Gage for Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. He beat my score? He did. He completed it in 26 minutes. Uh, excuse me. The former record was held by uh, Taco Talker 69. Taco Talker? <laughs> side Talker. Oh, because it's, yeah, it's the side It was a taco phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the N-Gage, when I was a kid, when the N-Gage came out, it was the coolest thing in the world. When GameStop had that kiosk with yeah. four of them sticking out, I would go there and just play and be like, mm-hmm. I wish I had this thing that now I can get on eBay for $13. Yeah, yeah I'm Side uh, Talker. Your way right to a. The, the original side talking photo was taken by our Buddy. old boss, Christian Nutt. <laughs> Christian yeah. Nutt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a nut that guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can play Pandemonium 2 on it, so it's, yeah. it's a good good purchase. Wow. Uh, the There's only one other speedrunning record which is kept on the end gauge, uh, which is for Super Monkey Ball, which was completed in 1 minute and 54 seconds. Wow. wow. So there are two records on the end gauge. Damn. So uh, Awesome Games Done Quick, get on that. Beef that number up a little bit. Monster Hunter World, which hey. we've been talking about a lot, is coming to PC in fall 2018. That's that's the PC's first Monster Hunter, and it means Steam. And I don't know what. To, and I remember when we talked about it, working it's there, and talking about it with Steam with people who worked at Steam who were all big Monster Hunter fans. I mean, you know how you can like Steam does allows you to. This was a much less shadier thing five years ago, but allows you to trade things in your in-game inventory. Mm. Right. With the Steam platform, the, the also cards and all that put stuff. it on the marketplace. Well, Monster yeah. Hunter is a game of crafting and finding rare items. So I've always wondered what that system could offer something like Monster Hunter to the ability to like. Here's a Zenogar Sky Emerald. Does anybody does anybody have a carapace that I could trade? <laughs> I'm not kidding, but like that could be really These cool. Are just random words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sky Emerald, wow. man. You got to have that Zenogar Sky Emerald. You want to you want to have that you want to have that uh, Invisible Frame Dash ability. Man. You sound like when a sitcom has a parody of George R. R. Martin yeah. on it. I do, I do. I sound like a, a pre Big Bang Theory sitcom where you just make up shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited about that. It already looks great, and I'm sure the PC will look even better. But it's it's I think. Did they say August 2018? Uh, they or said fall. Fall 2018. Yeah, they've not given anything more specific than that. That's If you're a Monster Hunter fan and a PC gamer, and a lot of you are, that's crazy fucking news. It's something we really wanted to happen, and I'm glad it's finally yeah. happening. Yeah, and it's it's also it's totally tied in with mm-hmm. it being the first like online multiplayer mm-hmm. as a big part of the format. Is you it, know, it has had online multiplayer in the past, but 
But not like this. But it's clear that it's designed for ad hoc play. Yeah. Like, you, you jump through a bunch of stupid barriers and it tricks itself into going online. This is, looks like the first game. If I didn't say it earlier, it looks optimized for over-the-web kind of online play because mm-hmm. no Monster Hunter has really been optimized I used to do that. that. Did anyone do that when uh, Street Passing first came out to, like, make your modem spoof other IPs so you could get other Street Passes to come out? No, no but, I, no, but I, knew, I knew it was a thing. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the guys we worked with helped fuck around and figure out what was the extent of street pass like how far did you have to get away mm-hmm. from something figuring out tools to fuck with that feature on uh, I did some of that too because people will be like oh Reggie you can get Reggie if you go to this kind of McDonald's mm-hmm. on this day right. and he has the gold pants so we figured out what code to put into our modem to make that go into our 3DS without going to McDonald's and then I went to McDonald's anyway because I go there every day yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's delicious it's Microsoft- a wonderful restaurant <laughs> it sure is I went there today Microsoft discontinues Xbox One Connect adapter so no more spending for. So they are saying yeah. fucking. They are that, that, done it's with dead. it. And actually, the, the verbiage they used in the release, it was like we're focusing on other kind of. It was basically saying we're focusing on other more important peripherals yeah. that people will actually buy. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter to Xbox. I can't one. prove yeah. this, and Xbox One fans love jumping down my throat. But like, <laughs> you know, those moments where I can't find my remote and I want to pause and go piss, I would just shout Xbox pause, and it always worked. And like all of a sudden. None of that shit works anymore. Oh, they, just, they changed it, it to it um, Cortana. Cortana. I'm not saying Cortana, and, but but only some <laughs> things. That's what's crazy. Like some I already of have the, a smart lady device that I call Cortana. Some <laughs> of the some of the um, actions changed and others didn't, and they didn't really do a great job of communicating that. And so yeah, I got pissed off as I was taking down the Christmas tree. I lost the remote and like, please pause this. Please pause this Chappelle special. I can't. I can't. I don't know where my controller is. Again, that remote, fifteen bucks for the Xbox, is excellent. It's it's been two years on one set of batteries, which I can't say about <laughs> any of my other remotes. Oh man, my Kindle does that. I've only had to charge my Kindle like twice over two weeks. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very sad that I missed the boat on not only the free version of that, like that if you if you uh, bought I think an Xbox One S and mm-hmm. provided them a receipt saying, "Hey, I bought this," then they give it to you for free, the or you adapter? could like, yeah. Huh. I or guess you could we buy should, it for like sixty bucks. We should talk about what the adapter actually did, right? And so, yeah. like the all the newer Xboxes yeah. didn't come with the port that you could actually plug in a Connect, right? It was only kind of the original big heavy boxes, like the one I have, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was the the One S and the One X needed this adapter, and right. so this so now you can no longer use Connect on those Xbox hmm. systems. If we didn't, I don't know. This is a bad place to bring it up, but I I have been loving PUBG. But have becoming more frustrated both how shitty it runs, <laughs> and I'm dying to know if it runs better on Xbox One S because over the holidays I mean, I've seen them running side by side on YouTube, and it, it definitely looks a lot better on X. It does, yeah. Okay, because it it still is a twitchy shooter where like I'm getting really poor frame rate. This is actually hard to succeed in, yeah. because of your but frame rate. The problems I heard of were like draw distance mm-hmm. and pop in, which things theoretically that mm-hmm. a more powerful system mm-hmm. could help solve. Theoretically, it, right? And I'm only saying that because over the break, every commercial in between fucking WGN's America's Funniest Home Videos is like, Xbox One X. <laughs> they're making PUBG commercials for the Xbox One X. Absolutely. They're, they're marketing. The, the live action commercial. The you dude get on it the free plane, right? with the on Xbox TV, One X. Like, oh, wait. On oh, that's a, Whoa. That's a, it's not a pack-in, though. It's, just, it is, it's a pre-download. But, like, <laughs> I love PUBG, but it is an unfinished game, and I've never seen... I haven't seen Microsoft push a game this hard for its system since Halo. Hey, guys, guess what? Amazon put out their top 10 selling games of 2017. Really? And I want you to... So, number one is Mario Odyssey. Uh I think that's a pretty obvious one. What do you think number two is? It's Zelda. No, it's not. Zelda's number three. Number two. Number two, Club Penguin shut down. Oh my bad. Number two is Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. No shit. Really? Can you believe that? Okay. I don't. I don't Here's think it's overall. Keep in mind, this is physical. 
sales, yeah. right? Yeah, this yeah. is not digital. You can uh, buy codes on Amazon. I don't know that's, if they're counting that. Uh, yeah, you actually, and you can buy Switch codes, which you can't do for Xbox stuff, right? You can yeah, for you PlayStation. Can it, no, you can do it for PlayStation. I've tried recently with Xbox. Not It I might be on a per-publisher on thing, but there are certain games where I wanted, oh, I'm just going to buy the digital code because I had some Amazon certificates. Couldn't do it, but I you just, can do that with Switch. I just bought one for a friend for Switch, and I wish, I wish it was a little easier. I wanted to buy a code. Uh, I want to buy a code for the kid, and instead, it you buy a code, it sends you an email, and you have to go to Nintendo.com, and then log in with your Switch account, which is like, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with like a single mm. mom, like, she doesn't remember fucking Nintendo account. I thought you meant the kid, the Bruce Willis movie. From, I did. Like, <laughs> I meant the kid. No, I meant, I meant the oh, kid I from Dick theaters. Tracy. Wow. The oh, not Buster Keaton? I was thinking Buster Keaton. No, that's an even even cooler one. No, number, number three was The Legend of Zelda. Okay. Uh, number four, Horizon Zero Dawn, which also was a surprise to me. Okay. Uh, five, Call of Duty World War II, PS4. Uh, six, Call of Duty World War II, Xbox One. Seven, Splatoon 2. Eight, Pokemon Sun... Uh, the Ultra Sun and then nine Pokemon Ultra Moon and then uh, number sorry, Polygon just opening tons of ads uh, number ten Legend of Zelda for the Wii U so wait I'm, I'm counting like six or seven of that top ten are all Nintendo it's, titles it's mostly Nintendo mm. it's yeah seven of the top ten here's, here's my theory with Zelda I think Zelda would actually have been higher when people went in to buy a Switch, most likely at physical, like, you know, retail stores, mm-hmm. they probably just grabbed... There were tons of Zeldas available. Like, you could find those. And so that... Because they said the attach rate at one point was, like, more Zeldas were sold yeah, was, than Switches were sold. more than one right? so per My Switch. guess would be, like, that's why that's not number one. But it, to hear Mario's number one, I mean, that's impressive considering it, it's only a few months old at this yeah. point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It just sold really well. It was it's a it's also game. impressive considering that all of those beat Call of Duty, and I think it was recently announced that uh, World War Two, Call of Duty mm. World War Two, made a billion dollars on Jesus its own. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that's where I think the digital sales on places like Xbox and, mm. and places like they're probably doing just fine. Because oh, yeah. Call- I'd heard, yeah, this year's Call of Duty was a return to form sales wise. Apparently, from really to last year. Yeah, and this this, this is Amazon. Was- they did fine for them. This is Amazon putting those numbers out, which I don't think Nintendo puts those numbers out. So maybe like they they do on their shareholder when they do their shareholder things mm-hmm. once a quarter. Okay, because uh, I remember seeing stuff earlier this year that Zelda was number one still because Mario had like just come mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, in lighter news, uh, <laughs> yeah, PUBG maybe. hit three million concurrent players. That's fucking which nuts. broke its own record. The previous record was one point twenty nine million. So like it fucking shattered its own record. Uh, three million, crazy. three million people be concurrent players is insane. I also saw a statement thing? yesterday from the CEO of PUBG Corp mm-hmm. saying that DAU and um, I think he actually used the term ARPU, which is mm. not a term people outside the industry tend to use, but it's ARPU. average revenue per user. Uh, uh, mm. So that's that's money they make through things like um, you know crates. crates mm-hmm. Yeah, it was higher than ever. You know, it was kind of I might be misquoting, or, mm-hmm. but but that's what I uh, what I remember reading. And so yeah, this game is it's doing better than ever, and it continues. To grow, right? Like that's what. If anything, you would have thought, okay, it's going to level out any day now. But um, I, I remember two years ago, I tried to count how many people were watching a live stream of Sony's press conference from E3 at on on their official YouTube and Twitch channels. It wasn't three million. No, I there, can't there, imagine three three million people doing the same thing ev- at all. Every gamer in the universe on a free stream wasn't there at the same time, whereas PUBG somehow did that. And this is That's playing crazy. This is playing, not watching. Like it's one thing yeah. when you read those esports mm-hmm. figures where the number, oh, we we did better than this TV thing or whatever, and it's like, okay, that watching is still sort of passive. And most people, I would venture to say, if they're anything like me, they probably have streams on kind of on a computer while they're doing other things or whatever, right? They, they maybe aren't hundred percent focused on it, but to be 
actively playing that thing at the same time. That's that's insane. That, In that's a like, hard to get into game with no tutorials that cost thirty dollars. <laughs> right, and this is PC only. I'm assuming were those figures, right? Yeah, uh, just... I think so. It doesn't explicitly say. I assumed it included Xbox, but maybe not. Maybe it, just in, unless PC. the Xbox infrastructure is on the same infrastructure as the PC. I'm sure it could it, be. it's not. It's not the same, but PUBG's been breaking Steam records all year. So I think there's a lot of factors. This okay. Let me put on my games business guy. (laughs) So there's a lot of factors we probably can't think about. (laughs) Yeah, this is good looking hat, right? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So what we have to remember: the PC market um, in within recent years has been a a big shift, where countries that weren't a thing before are more of a thing. So places like China Mm -hmm. are a thing now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, This game, this game is made. You know, the the blue hole. Bluehole themselves are located in Korea, and this game actually has a huge Korean player mm-hmm. base, right? And so you're getting – it's sort of like with movies where all of a sudden you see you know, movies, you go, how is the box office that high on that movie? Why it's does Iron Man 3 have this random Chinese doctor that saves his life? Why is Transformers 5 the eighth highest right. grossing it's, movie of the it's year? It's because the international market is all of a sudden playing into things, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, things are bigger than other. If you look at the games that were – you know topping the Steam mm-hmm. charts, they were old games for the most part that had been out a while, right? So – this is just an indication of, of what big games will start to look like global, on PC man. on a global basis. Absolutely. Nuts. It's exciting, dude. It's, it's pretty And cool. it's like the one platform that is not locked off based on what country you're in. Yeah. Like the PlayStation, you're on the American PlayStation server when you're playing online on PlayStation. Sometimes, most of yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. When you're playing like mm-hmm. Persona or whatever, you see like Japanese characters show up. But like most online games, you're not playing with people. Uh, okay, so behind the scenes, it, it, typically it has to do with physical location and where the servers are. You, you want to play on a server close to your physical location, right? So mm-hmm. I would venture to guess uh, the, the American – yeah, most people in North, are, in North America are playing on North American servers. There's probably European servers and there's probably Asian servers. But still, that number is encompassing all those servers. It, it doesn't take anything away. This is an impressive mm-hmm. statistic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all the news we have for this week. All the news issues. And it's all raining out, I just learned through a text message. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the community segment, which is always is what? Segmenting the our community. community. Yes. Uh, last week's question of the week. Well, not last week's, but our last question. Last year's <laughs> question <laughs> yeah, of the week yeah. was what's your most anticipated game of 2018? Uh, Matt, do you have one to add? Uh, I think I, I mentioned mine. It's it's Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that, it's like it's, I said. The, the previous game was Game of the Generation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always love the Rockstar games. You know, I kind of it's weird. I don't really think of them as I'm thinking of kind of big game releases. Uh, you know, but then all of a sudden they just pop out of nowhere. and I go, oh, that's that's it's out. Okay, I'm going to play this, and it it takes over my life for several weeks, and then usually I. I I drop out of them before I finish. Although I did finish Red Dead Redemption and I finished GTA Five, right? Mm. So, uh, yeah, congrats. But, uh, <laughs> but so, so this I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for this game. Mm. Cool. Well, Laser Time Rules answered first, saying uh, game I'm looking forward to the most would be Kingdom Hearts Three, even though I have my Poor doubts man. it's being released <laughs> in 2018. Uh, waited damn near 10 years for it and will probably be waiting another 10 before it's released. Mm. By then, there'll be a Simpsons, Die Hard, Marvel Land in the game, thanks to the Fox acquisition. <laughs> if it manages to come out next year, it'll be fun as hell playing through the Toy Story level. Hell yeah. It's, it is insane that the game takes so long to make. Yeah. The Toy Story level is the one addition 
brought upon by Disney acquisitions that has ever existed. Hmm. And that acquisition is so fucking old, it can almost buy beer. Yeah. Like so, like I would. You're going to be waiting a while. Well, did Disney put out Nightmare Before Christmas originally? They did, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was always a Disney product. Right. And, and, and like the, you think of Kingdom Hearts two, and it's like it's like Tron and Steamboat Willie. Those are all like lock, sock, and barrel Disney right. properties. They've never really gone to their Muppet, their Doug. Well. They haven't even done Pixar yet. Yeah. So, but they thankfully leaks. Chicken Little is it's, it's like the only oddball out yeah. there and that's still a little in Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. there's a whole Pirates of the Caribbean that's like the most that's recent right. thing in a Kingdom Hearts game yeah. wow. uh, but H Gels mm. or Hills Hills says uh, I'm all in on Don't Nod so if Life is Strange mm. 2 comes out in 2018 it's that if not Vampire which I also was looking at and thought about putting on our, our list of mm. most anticipated that game looks mm, cool yeah. so Life is Strange I, I'm guessing Before the Storm is a prequel not a 2 Right? Uh, yeah, well, it would be like three by this point, right? Didn't two came out this past year? Well, two, two, I think, is before the storm, which yes. is a prequel. That's what I'm saying. Yes, so, yeah. I'm saying that doesn't count as two, I guess, right? I have no idea. I, right. Is he maybe just talking about the third episode of of the prequel? Oh, which th- yeah, that's coming because it's still going. Still, I don't know. I don't like games. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like games that star women. Crazy. I will say, I, I, I can't imagine know. that wouldn't come out sometime this year. I played mm. through episode it's one of, of that new one, and in and it's. It's amazing, and I can't. I was. I'm actually now waiting for the third one to come out, and then there's going to be. I guess if you buy the super bonus deluxe gold version or whatever, there's actually DLC uh, that shows you more time with Max, who's the main character from the original one. So you get to spend more time with her. Um, it's a different main character now. Uh, well, it's Chloe. Okay. It's so oh, Chloe, oh, oh. Chloe okay. who's like the friend from I've the first one, the one yeah. is now the the main character in, in this one. So it, oh. yeah, and I she think, doesn't have any kind of powers or anything, right? She can talk her way out of things it's not an actual power though it's just kind of a conversation tree but that's huh. that's the difference so you can't rewind time yeah like she has time. a high dexterity or uh that'd what's be, the one that makes you good uh, charisma. At to charisma. charisma charisma c-h-a yes. she has a high cha. cha ggb sterling says you know what there's probably something i'm more hyped about like red dead 2 anthem spider-man but i'm gonna say call of duty after the, after the much-awaited return to the boots-on-the-ground gameplay of Call of Duty World War II this year and the mixed reaction it's hard uh, it's had from the fan base, I'm extremely curious to see where Treyarch is going with their installment uh, come November. Black Ops 3 may have had the worst campaign to date, but its zombies and multiplayer were top-notch in my book and even held aloft as the best jetpack Call of Duty entry by fans. Uh, that are vehemently against the advanced movement system that the series has was in for a few years. Treyarch uh, has become the fan favorite developer for Call of Duty, and I feel like uh, they have a good chance at really knocking it out of the park if they go back to a lot of the systems and styles people are craving from the heyday of the boots on the ground Call of Duty series entries. Then again, maybe those days are lost, and fans like me are just grasping at straws for the series to return to what it meant to us at the time. That's sort of what the marketing looked like. Mm. That was pretty. That was pretty weird. Call of Duty's back in World War Two, bro. <laughs> Grab the pizza rolls. Let's do this. Uh, every every time I think of Treyarch, I think of uh, possibly the, my stupidest moment as a games journalist. Oh, which was meeting with the head of Treyarch mm-hmm. uh, after um, Infinity Ward had mm-hmm. exited the scene. And saying, like, well, you guys used to be, like, the B team for Call of Duty, Ooh. and now you're the A team. How does that feel? And he's like, I don't really think of it in terms of <laughs> A or B team. Pretty but there was, like, a hesitation there, like, mm-hmm. where he's like, okay, I have to calm down. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, don't really think of it as in terms of A teams or B teams. And, like, the, the, there was also, a, like, a veiled hostility that I felt <laughs> in the answer. And then I felt a little better when I, like, was writing 
back to like the airport with a bunch of other games journos, mm-hmm. and I, I mentioned that I had said that, and Jeff Gersman is like, oh, I asked him that too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. well, that's the thing. Um, a lot of people confuse hard-hitting games journalism mm-hmm. for meanness. Mm. <laughs> Mostly the interviewees confuse it for meanness. Yeah. I just remember Treyarch as the building next door from when I worked at Activision, because oh, they were like wow. literally next door. And, and you've worked everywhere. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Everywhere. Do you want to read the answer from DC12? Yeah, absolutely. Which, interesting username, DC12, because uh, their pick is Oh Yeah, Spider-Man. Which, interesting username, DC12, because their pick is Oh Yeah, Spider-Man. Wait, I thought you were a DC guy. Uh, it's supposed to come out next year, so I hope it won't be as frustrating as Arkham Knight. I hope that, too. Um, and well, no cars, no driving yeah. segments, please. You don't yeah. get the Spider-Man mobile that's in all the toys. Oh, the dune buggy that drives around on the walls I that have he and Human Torch drive around? fucking three things my mom wants to throw away is one of the Spider-Man tune. but I love the Spider-Mobile. Yeah, it rules. It's like one of the only Spider-Man toys that survived. He was given that by like a Hollywood agent or something. There's a funny story behind it where they're like, you need to have an image and be cool, and then he and the human torch just fucking ripped around yeah, New York. Yeah, I'm from City Hollywood. I designed a car that can drive on skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you want in New York, a car. Yeah, and he... Well, he was... <laughs> Oh, God. He would, uh, Spider-Man is the ultimate New Yorker hero yeah, because he doesn't need a car to get around. Absolutely not. Everyone's I was a- just there, and I used to take taxis around New York, mm-hmm. and they were like, the subway sucks. It's worse than it's ever been. Like, should we take a car? I'm like, it's still slower. It's, yeah. it's still worse. It's, yeah, than, like, you have- Nobody no, drives in New York. It's too much traffic. Yeah. I have never been unimpressed by the subway. And I, the, the couple times that I've visited New York, I think like, oh, that's why New Yorkers have... Uh, such a reputation for being impatient assholes because you can get anywhere yeah. in Manhattan right. in five minutes right. or less. Mm-hmm. Usually, everyone complains about their public transit, right? You go to mm-hmm. Paris and they're like, "Oh, the metro is," and I'm like, "Dude, I'm getting no." no the MTA is in trouble. Yeah. The, the MTA is in trouble. Yeah. So, so DC12 goes on to say, "What I really want to play is Yakuza Six." As we close mm. the chapter on not only I'm going to get this wrong, Kazuma Kiryu, Kazuma, Kazuma, Kazuma Kiryu, Kiryu, but the Pocket Racer. I don't. What's the pocket racer? Uh, I don't know. The Burger King. <laughs> Isn't that like the, uh, the little, yeah, like the like little it, remote control the, yeah. car that he can, like a, a slot car thing that he does? Yeah, yeah. yeah he drives around sometimes. There's a lot of like bonus shit to every Yakuza game where like you can go and like play ping pong or go and do karaoke, and that's that's one of them. The mm-hmm. the pocket racer. Okay. Uh, Dang Morlock says death fucking stranding, my friend. That's not I feel like, no, it's not. No uh, but still, I feel like after hours of watching those three trailers and a whole bunch of speculation videos that I might actually be getting a picture of what this game is going to be, and I couldn't be more excited. Uh, he also says, I kind of like the, I kind of think the game is a meta-narrative where people are plucked from purgatory to be used as game avatars. Kojima is a weirdo, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I, I watched the latest trailer and then watched some like dissection video. I'm like... The m- the more you can talk about how this game relates to being a game, I don't want to hear about it. It makes it seem boring. It makes it seem so boring. Don't do that with Kojima games, right? Yeah. Just just wait and take them as they come. And yeah, I want to feel that for myself. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, think of how bonkers the Metal Gear 5 trailers were, right? Like, they had, and at the end of the day, it had very little to do with that game when it came Remember out. Remember the Metal yeah. Gear 4 trailers that yeah. were just Snake, uh, like, walking around in a white void because they were, like, showing cool the PS... Three also graphics were going to be Snake and a White <laughs> Void. Professor Miserable and White Void. <laughs> uh, but go to twitter.com slash J and check out the pinned tweet to see the best version of the uh, Death Stranding trailer. Uh, Moan for Stallone. Good to see you back, buddy. Days gone, oh. yo. Days gone. It's this whole answer. Days gone from our memories. We didn't bring that one up. Like that, It's weird, right? Because that's like the zombie title no one talks about. Mm-hmm. And in a year, we have The Last of Us 2. 
Days Gone is well. Okay, so actually, I will say I was watching the Game Awards uh, okay. last year now, and they had the trailer for the DayZ game, and I thought it was a trailer for Days Gone because it's the same gimmick. It's here's this stream of zombies that are mm-hmm. flooding out of this thing, you know, at you. So that's weird. I don't. I really don't know what to think of that game. Yeah, but it's like has a biker twist. I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Sure. <laughs> I don't know enough about it. Yeah, you know, it looks like fun, and it looks like okay. I'm, I'm gonna get to chop up a lot of zombies or shoot a lot of zombies as sure. they're coming at me. And yes, but uh, E-Man says, "Longtime listener, yeah. first time commenter here. Just want to say, whoever is the dead milkman fan, <clears throat> that's me, who, who put Jason's head in before the first promo. Thanks for that." Favorite I'm the one who takes our words to the zoo. <laughs> I'm the dead milkman. Oh, you bring up that song? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's one of my. <laughs> uh, I know Jason's head was the perfect uh, lead out from mm-hmm. Friday the 13th so Damn. Uh, and before the first promo thanks for that favorite song from favorite band ever Sh- sorry for the off subject comment uh, game of the year is Hot Shots part 8 for the Playstation 4 what uh okay <laughs> <laughs> what so that's not a real answer to the question but no. they were a first time commenter and I wanted yeah, to okay. include it to hey man to let people know, hey, make a first-time comment. Even if you don't sure. answer the question, we'll read you. Even yeah. if it's the last question. Yeah. <laughs> On the last episode. The <laughs> Trick the TM says, since I'm not sure what we'll actually release by year-end 2018, I'll go with the stuff that has a date and say Dragon Ball Fighters. Love the way... Should it be Fighters or Fighter Z? I've been saying Fighter Z, but I think oh. Fighters is a fun way to say it. It yeah. seems like it's very Japanese to be just Fighters with a capital yeah. C. Well, I just like the acronym is Dragon Ball F and Z. Love the way Arxis is capturing the style of the series, and it looks like uh, a hell of a lot of fun to play with my friends. Yeah, and Frankly Man says, uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, or as I like to call it, Street Fighter V, now with content. <laughs> Seriously, though, I was a huge fan of the fighting games. Uh, it is painful having to skip this entry, uh, but it was just Capcom's rushed out the door to appease the comparably small Evo crowd. Overpriced DLC laden beta test uh, of what was mechanically still a great fighting game. Other fighters like the Guilty Gear uh, Rev 2, Tekken 7, and Justice 2 clearly showed what uh, how it's done. Why else would they be backpedaling on the promise of only one release of five? Uh, this is the real next Street Fighter entry, and it, it, it shouldn't come as a surprise. I talked to a bunch of people who have played that in depth, and they are insanely excited about Arcade Edition. So this like, one includes, oh. what, all the characters, a real story mode? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, among other things, and, like, real excited about it. Like, I don't... Man. I'm excited about it now, and I, I haven't played the game in, like, a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Pariah says, uh, with our last... Uh, our last uh, text answer mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to Soul Calibur 6 which you mentioned earlier I never played 3 because it was PlayStation exclusive and missed 4 completely mm-hmm. I couldn't put it in, I couldn't put in the time to get used to the drastic differences 5 had from 2 and only played it for a few hours I've been yearning for another installment for years and it's finally here 6 is a reboot of the timeline so I'm eager to find out what the roster will be I didn't a know reboot? that yeah I didn't know mm-hmm. it was a reboot Huh. Oh, huh. I just huh. kind of thought they fought forever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, what is the like, thing? Well, we'd be like, well, what is the my purpose? Hit so. <laughs> people with swords. Well, what does it say? It's like it's a time, a tale infinitely told, or whatever it says at the beginning of the first one. A tale one. eternally yeah, told. A tale eternally told. told. Yeah, so like it's a story that just goes on forever, and, you know, they could reboot mm. it or whatever. Sure, like The Walking Dead. Fucking Darth Vader and Spawn are there. Like, nothing matters. Yeah. Redrock963 has this answer submitted via video. A V G A. This is Red Rock 963 here with my pal, Aww. Ozzy. 
who I understand was a huge hit on the last VGA, <laughs> so I'm glad that he's hanging out mm. with me again. And he's also got my most anticipated game of 2018. Well, actually, this little figurine is from Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Ozzy is looking forward to the game, too. <laughs> what is it, buddy? You want Kingdom Hearts? Uh-huh. Yeah, if it doesn't come out next year, I won't be surprised. But hey, they said 2018, so I am hoping for 2018. Here's open. What do you think, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to hold my breath either. Anyway, uh, thanks, VGA, for being my favorite podcast last Aww. year. Yeah. I work from home, so you guys keep me sane. Because <laughs> I've got no human contact most of the day. <laughs> and, you know, as you can see, I've got my husband and my cat to talk to most of the time. So, thanks for that. Have a good one, guys. What you guys missed was yeah. Ozzy was rubbing the figure like it was cat, basically. <laughs> yeah, and I also saw a, uh, there was a slime in the background there from Dragon Quest, Ooh, and there was uh, a GG from Kiki's Delivery Service. Hmm. Pretty close. That was a cool room set up. Yeah. I saw a Meowth. Nice. It's a definite cat motif. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lightwatch says... Hey, VGA, it's Brent here, Lightwatch on the forums. I hope you all had a very happy holidays. I'm home right now from UCF on winter break. It's been really nice seeing family and friends I haven't got to see in quite a while. I'm here for like a month. It's awesome. Uh, um, the whole family's here right now. It's Christmas Day, so I had to find a nice secluded part of my house to record this video. Backyard. Um, I gotta say, my most anticipated game of 2018 has to be Monster Hunter World. Oh! I'm really looking forward to that game. I know I'll enjoy it a bunch. However, I've spent these last few months not playing a lot of games, so I'm not really sure if I want to put that time investment back into Monster Hunter again. I know I'll enjoy it, but I also know I'll spend hundreds of hours playing it, and I'm not really sure I want to do that right now. Anyway, have a great week, and if you excuse me, i got to play with my new Christmas gifts. <laughs> Whoa! He just took off his hat and his juggling ring version of his hat. I thought that was just a hipster hat. I'll show you to assume things. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looked like a bearded Waldo about to do a jackass sketch, mm. and then he blew my mind <laughs> with some juggling. That, that guy's backyard looks like the backyard from Life is Strange, I just have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Sloppy Midkiff. Hey guys, Bobo Hotel from the forums here, and we're on our way to family Christmas, and uh, just wanted to respond to your question of the week. Uh, the game I'm most looking forward to for 2018, if it comes out, I'm pretty sure it's going to, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Nice, nice. Uh, I saw the announcement when it they you know, made the announcement they're going back to uh, you know the original formula and what have you, and it was uh, the remaster that came out last year, I put dozens and dozens of hours, two or three playthroughs worth over the summer. And I had a real great time with that. So I look forward to the new one that's going to be coming out. Uh, you guys have a great week. Thanks. I like mm. the video responses this week. They're all very short and to the point. Yeah, yeah I think they got minute. the message. Yeah, 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 admirable. Valkyria 4 I'm also really looking forward to because it promises to be a return to the original mm-hmm. game's formula that I think 
two was like uh sexy anime teens yeah and it was like a dating sim added in and then three we never got over here we didn't think i thought i just ignored it so maybe (laughs) Maybe i guess i had a better reason because i did not like two gee i wonder why it's been a while since uh and then there was valkyria (laughs) revolution which was like a dynasty war like oh that's why i sword brawler i assumed that was three i didn't know that that was a weird spinoff and that that was even more sexy anime teens Mm, so i'm I'm glad they're going back to the first one which is fantastic yeah. Uh, it's a gorgeous game. It's super cool. It's a super fun story. Uh, and it's a really interesting way to put the uh, you know uh, tactical RPG stuff into a 3D world, uh, which has not been done so well since uh, Hogs of War was the last time <laughs> I enjoyed a game that much. Interesting. Yes. We all remember Hogs of War, right? How about Team Buddies? Who remembers Team Buddies? Mm. The PS1? I'm surprised you'd go to Hogs of War and not like XCOM. No, or, Hogs of War. Or, or Mario vs. Rabbids. Yes. Well, those are more, those aren't as as in a 3D world as these games. You're running around in a totally 3D space. It's not, it's not gridlocked. True. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Play Hogs of War. Look okay. it up. It's about right. three, it's like okay. three hundred bucks on on eBay. So you'll, you'll, <laughs> oh, you'll, oh, that's great. It's yeah. a very rare game. That's fun. You should be able to grab that pretty easy. So, new question of the week. Uh, what game did you play the most over the break? Uh, I know for my part, I went home thinking like, yeah, I'll get plenty of time to play video games that I haven't touched this year and uh, read books that I've been meaning to read. And then I spent the entire break uh, reading Twitter oh. and playing Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> That's, I, I spent most of the break like reading Facebook and behaving like a cat. <laughs> like just, I sleep first. I sleep crawling for, up on like the the edge of the. Couch. I sleep for four hours at night, and I sleep mm-hmm. for four hours, four to five hours during the day, mm. and uh, and then I nice. eat, and then I go back to sleep. And mm. I played Zelda Breath of the Wild's DLC. Did anybody else play that? Yeah, I, I did. I don't know if I'm playing it because I just started Zelda over the break, and <laughs> and it came, uh, and I bought the DLC, so. For me, it's all it's new because you could. It's more the you EX could, stuff, right? Like, yeah, it, you it, could play it from the beginning. Yes, I don't. It, right? It's available. Well, it tells me mean, it says go to outskirts. Out. Uh, well, the first thing they do is whatever. take away all your weapons, so you know okay. if you're playing no, the I'm DLC. Playing it, it just, I don't know. At this point, it, they took away my weapons. Like, this is kind of fun. You get that one weapon that kills everyone mm-hmm. on one hit. All yeah, I know is I don't have a motorcycle. You have really I don't off. have the motorcycle. You got to finish the new DLC to get yeah. that. I'm, I'm not there yet either. I was a little bummed by it. It's just mostly new shrines. Um, but I'm I'm very early. Okay, because what they were saying all new story with the DLC yes, two, right? Which I, which yeah, I played for a few hours and didn't get to. Okay, yet. so maybe okay. the DLC is that robust. I don't know. There's stuff involving the uh, what are they called? The heroes, champions. the champions. So if you've already done all them by the time you get to the DLC, mm. it's cool because it's just added onto that. So it's fun you for me to revisit those dungeons. Yeah, you can. So I, I've already finished all the champions. So it's fun to have them be like, "Oh, these guys are back. Uh, mm-hmm. Fight all the bosses again." But a mm-hmm. couple of them are like pretty bullshitty, where they're like, "You have to fight them using this weapon and this weapon." And it's like, "Well, I don't use those weapons, hmm. so I don't care." This to sounds be- like oh. the most Nintendo way to do DLC. Yeah, yeah. I was really enjoying the DLC, and I wasn't understanding the complaints people were making until I got to like the second or third fight this boss again yeah because they they do that thing they give you like use this kind of weapon again and it's like well i don't use that weapon ever so i don't (laughs) care to do this just give me my bomb arrows so i can just fuck them up Mm. you know give me my motorcycle (laughs) but until then it's fun because they give you this weapon that kills everyone in one hit but you can die in one hit so that section's really cool because you're Mm. like sneaking around just getting up on on fools and just hitting them with the one Mm. one it looks like a giant candelabra Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, it looks like a menorah. You're hitting. Yeah, it looks like a pitch. Like and just the irony of like the first year I didn't bring my PS4 back because I lost my luggage last year, 
and I'm going to fuck up my new PS4, mm-hmm. that my dad buys me PS4 games. That's never <laughs> happened in my life. That was a touching story, by the way. Like, yeah. Your dad bought you those games? Like, that was awesome. If you've been listening for Just 10 years... Just want to reconnect with my boy. Yeah. My, my, my dad is an N, is an NPR tote bag liberal, but like uh-huh. is anti-video game and has been for a long time. And he buys mm-hmm. you Call of Duty. He buys me Call of Duty, yeah. for fuck's sake. My dad bought me Call of Duty. Don't swat I'm, nobody, Chris. I'm 37 years old. That's never happened. No one else's dad bought them Call of Duty here. Fuck off. <laughs> I spent most of the time uh, reading Silver Surfer and Hulk comics. That's my. Uh, I've been going back and reading all of Infinity Gauntlet to get ready for the new uh, Marvel film. Right. So. <laughs> Actually, my mom bought me Doom for the Switch. She did. Oh, wow. And my sister bought me know? Doom VFR for PlayStation <laughs> wow. 4. And she was, my sister was like, what's the difference between these two games? And I'm like, well, one is virtual reality and the other is portable. And I found out that actually, no, Doom VFR is a completely new game. Really? Yeah. It's oh, yes. just all the same assets and stuff, but it's a yeah, new adventure. Exactly. It's it's a new adventure where you play a guy, like just some rando who gets killed, and it's like, I'm a ghost. Better hop into one of these combat chassis. And <laughs> you're not, not Doom guy, you're Doom dude. Right, yeah. yeah. Doom boy. Yeah. Sure. He's Doom, got, he's Doom got, lad. He's got pretty big guts. Yeah. <laughs> not, not huge guts. Yeah. But, They're just uh, pretty, pretty big. big. Yeah. Okay, so you played a lot of Doom. Well, I played more than enough games for, for you, Matthew. <laughs> I, I played... So I started to play Neo, and it was so... I could just tell it was so deep. I was like, oh, I have to save this and come back for later. I actually, for some reason, wanted to play the story mode of Madden 18, which oh, yeah, uh, bro! features the, uh, Dan Marino in his only acting performance I've seen him in since Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Right? Yeah. So he vomits at um, a trans yeah. person. And so that was, that was fun for a bit. And... I spent most of my time, though, in the new expansion for Destiny 2. Because um, I had to see for myself. You know, people have been talking, oh, it's not that great or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's... Again, with the bread, it's fine. It's totally fine, <laughs> especially if you like Destiny 2. It's amazing. Um, but all that went out the, the door. I got a Switch for the holidays, Ooh, and so wow. I, I played through and beat uh, Mario. Mm. I'm at about 424 Amateur. stars. Amateur. Sorry, Amateur. sorry. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I've been uh, playing Zelda, which is totally my game of the year mm. for last year. So. Uh, Chris is scared to race me on stream for uh, Darker Side of the Moon. Oh, we can totally do that. I keep pitching it. Let's we do it. We can totally do that because uh, we our streams have been a little quiet this week. But uh, yeah, which one's darker side of the moon? That's when you Don't get a five hundred. Okay, so that's I the hard. We'll have to trade off. We can't do it simultaneously. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but maybe we can if we can figure out a timer instance. Uh, you know, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, you're dead. I was just bummed you're I dead. missed getting the picture of my balloon saying 420 because I got too many moons. <laughs> I did but two, one right over. I did get one. Hey, weed's now like legal and available in California. I did get one of, of the weed number 69, yeah. right? Woo! Uh, I Fuck think yeah, son. The Mario 420 <laughs> balloon is my most liked picture of Damn it. 2017. It's a good thing. See, it's a good thing I didn't grab it. I didn't yeah. want. I didn't want to copy you. If you uh, haven't seen my, if you haven't seen my Instagram, uh, C Antista is an S E E Antista. And that, that, that whole thing <laughs> is my most liked picture. Two hundred forty-nine. We likes. are living yeah, in the darkest bad. timeline. Ah <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, I did a I did a butt doctor. I am Pagliacci screen grab with that, <laughs> and uh, people started like spitting like other. Pagliacci screen grabs at me and like, yeah, mine's way better. <laughs> Sorry. I think I saw that. Yeah. And, and I may or may not have to have Googled Dr. I am Pagliacci. Now Chris is going through his own Instagram. Ugh. All right. So <laughs> what games did you play over the, the holidays? Let us know. Go to videogameapocalypse.com and answer in the comments under episode 246. Mm-hmm. Alternately, you can hit us up on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. 
And uh, hit up uh, Mr. Matt J. Is... Yeah, sure, if you want to send it to that. that's Or to just add Laser Time Show also. Okay. We'll, we'll get them put into the into the circulation. I don't know what word I'm looking for. Yeah. Receptacle. And you can go into the Facebook Laser Time community and answer there. Uh, so that's pretty much been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, Matt? I don't have anything to plug for myself, so I will plug uh, Talking Simpsons, which is the hey, weekly recounting hey, uh. of, of every episode of The Simpsons. They go through every week and kind of talk about those. Where in, What season are we in now, Chris? Uh, we're approaching seven. Okay, so it's patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. I will also go ahead and promote... You will occasionally find me on our official Laser Time Facebook community, which I, if you listen to the shows, I highly encourage you to join. It's basically nonstop memes and, and more of the great kind of pop culture stuff that, that's talked about on these shows. I'm also a member of, of some, some of the segmented communities in terms of uh, a fitness time and wrestle time. Oh, so wow. check those I was out. say fitness time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good, uh, if, you're, if you have some New Year's resolutions, it's a good place it's to go to. It's been very active these past few days. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned my regular Twitter, but my uh, bonus Twitter is at Disney80s90s, Disney80s90s, where I post things from the Disney company from 80s and 90s, which is a lot of weird, weird, crazy stuff, like specials uh, about the Disney parks. But we also have a bunch of other content, like 302010 is another podcast that you and yeah. I are on, Chris, uh, which looks at pop culture the very week you listen to it uh, from 1988 to 1998 and 2008. To me, it's very, these are the some of the most... If you work on the show, and maybe if you're not a listener, it's the most interesting time to do the show because January and late December are really weird. They're rough, but we have a couple of big. But it's TV so much coming. fun. It's so much fun to like because then you have to like find what happened in between the weird news stories and all that stuff. But um, fuck it, we just did Titanic, so you're not going to get bigger than that. And then mm. boom, we're going to head. In a, a, this is the year my favorite movie of all time comes out. Let's see if we can get to it. <laughs> I will. I will say as a listener, uh, I love thirty twenty ten because it touches on some really important touchstones in my life, which I think is what people love about the show. So I was mm. literally kind of coming of age, kind of getting, you know, actually actually recognizing pop culture in the you know eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, whatever. So um, and then I was in college, mm. uh, you know, for the twenty years ago stuff. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, ten years ago, I was just kind of like getting my gaming career started, right? Mm. So I distinctly remember all of these periods, and it's so it's been so great yeah. to. Relive all of these. A friend of mine hugged me when I came back to thank thank me for mentioning. Oh, battery's not included. We watched that with our son. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! That would be such a that's that I described that as my first favorite movie. Right, like non cartoon movie. Uh, when I was seven years old, batteries not included. So good, and then 1988 came out, and oh man, one movie knocked everything out of the out of the water. <laughs> we'll get to it in November mm-hmm. if we're still alive. It's still a little ways off. If it's we're still alive, time. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's up there. I really do like that movie. Oh, Land Before uh, Time will come up next week on 30, or maybe two weeks from now. Really? Time. I yeah. got the I got the year right. Uh, no, it's a different. It's the TV show. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say no. it's, it's probably oh, no. Land Before Time, like 25. <laughs> I was say, if it was things. the Pizza Hut yeah. promotion, like I could yes! be right in here. Is that yes! one on? I'm forever. on board. Yeah. Oh, yes. Immovable puppets. Some of my favorite <laughs> things to ever come out. Uh, uh, no, by the time you listen to this, you'll hear uh, you hear us talk about first Sunday, your or is it last Sunday? Whatever the Ice Cube, uh, <laughs> Tracy Morgan, <laughs> Tracy Morgan comedy. Um, That's the biggest wow. one. Yeah, um, and and uh, yeah, and Patreon.com/slash Laser Time. It's how we live. It's how we keep our equipment up. It's how we 
we need a little help this year because um, this equipment's not doing that great. But if you can if you can spare it, five bucks, get an exclusive show every week, over a hundred commentaries, uh, video commentaries. We're going to step up a little this year. I think Matt wants to do a bunch of other shit. I can't wait to try <laughs> it. Um, well, I don't know. It's, it's just it's fun. It's fun going through series with other people live, and we do that exclusively for our patrons to make it worth your while, man. Help us stay alive. Patreon.com slash laser time. All right. Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's been our show. We'll see you next week. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It is, it's a pre-download, but like, to me that. Sorry. <laughs> a phone fell on the keyboard. I. I. I love PUBG, but it is an unfinished game, and I've never seen. I haven't seen Microsoft push a game this hard for its system since Halo. Did we say the word of the day? <laughs> oh man! Pre-download. Apparently, that's uh, it. Every at least every four minutes, we have to reference that happening so Michael cannot possibly cut that out <laughs> of the episode.